Hello, I'm Ian. And I'm Darren, and welcome to Average Bikers in a Cave. A show where a group of average bikers chat and share opinions about all things motorbike. From news, reviews, interviews, and the big questions. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe, tell your friends, and leave us a review. It's episode 26. We've got a lot of new bikes in the news, either at launch or on the horizon. We'll have a look at those. We'll also have a quick highlight reel of MCN's 2022 Bike Awards. And this week's big question is, every road a danger road? This week's episode is sponsored by Afterground, an exceptional drone, wedding, portraiture and events photography and videography company that specialises in capturing video and images on the ground and in the air in a style that is modern yet timeless, interesting and vibrant with a focus on exhilarating moments and pure fun. Using their experience, skills and knowledge they will work with you to ensure your videos and photos are exactly the way you want them. For more information or to chat to the team, head over to www.afterground.com or check out their Facebook page. Check in time. <laughs> that was sorry. That was really lacking enthusiasm. Chicken time. Chicken. No, that's chicken time, isn't it? Right, hey, right, so, hey, hey, you're not getting my for No, absolutely not. <laughs> uh, cool. Chicken time. Yes. Um, would you like to check in first? Will I check in first? Who wants to chicken, chicken, chicken? Oh, I'll go first. I'm going to be selfish. Go for it. It's been, what, four weeks since we last recorded? Because I think last it's time... It's been four well, weeks since I spoke to me. you. Turned the mic on and said, Dr. Big Goose. <laughs> it's, uh, no, I'm keeping that. I'm keeping that. Keeping you that keep for, that. Keep you that. keep whatever you want to keep. Keep that whatever for later. Whatever you want to keep it. Keep that for later. Excellent. Um, aye, so it's been four weeks. What have we done four weeks? And that's, that's long for us. Yes. You know I mean, that is long for us. Um, and I think that's just, well, I don't know about you, but my work is absolutely mental biscuits right now. Absolutely yeah, mental Oh, yeah, mine's a bit crazy as well, fun enough. That's another so, story. Yeah, all good. So, oh, and I get all good, but just busy, you know what? Oh, all good. But oh. just good. Um, so what was happened? Went up to Thunder, uh, which was good laugh. Uh, yes. Picked up some bits at Thunder. No, too much, but just, you know what I mean, nice wee... Kind of hoodie jacket thing. Which did you ride cool. up to Thunder or did you drive up to Thunder? No, we drove up to Thunder because we, we knew we were going up to get some stuff. So Aye. it was Makes just easier to get it back. Um, installed some new lights on the bike, which I need to tweak because they're way too bright. And like, when it gets dark, dark, they're way too bright. I had folk <coughs> flashing me the other night when I was out, which is just not good. Oh, did you? Aye. And then. Yeah, I, I, presume, I presume not in a kind of um, in a sexual uh, crime hey, sort of way. No, hi, hey, no, hey, no, hey. No. Aye. Aye. No. It was um, definitely a little big man, doesn't name good. So, uh, aye, I, I just need to tweak them a wee bit, so I'll turn them down a bit. Um, and then the back, uh, brake lights, I put new brake lights just on the top box, wee LEDs. <coughs> they are cool, yes. Yeah, they do a wee night rider. If anyone in the socials has caught, if anyone has caught our socials, you'll see the wee... Aye. Yep. Night rider. Aye, the brake. But other than that, it's asking me, you know, do you know what I mean? I've been, it's taken me ages to write this one because I kept writing a wee bit and went back and then writing another wee bit and went yes. back and then work going the road and then personal stuff going the road and it's just like, oh my God, well, the world mm-hmm. just stopped revolving for a minute. 
to let us kind of get on with this. So, um, and hence why I said to you, if it needs to be virtual, let's do it virtual. That just makes yes, it, let's get it, it done. Gets it done and gets it done. Well, I'm super chocolate busy as well. So yeah, totally. So yes. aye, So other than that, that's that's been it. You know what I mean? I've been into Harley's like West Coast once. I think the last three or four weeks, it's just been that mental. Um, so, aye, but there you go. You know what I mean? Uh, on the plus side, though, which is a bit of a check in for both of us, we are checked in to Motorcycle, Motorcycle Live. Live. So we're going to be there, we're going to be square, and we're going to be. Yes, so we are there, there on Friday the 25th, I think it is. I think it is, yes. yes. Whatever, the, whatever the last Friday is, we're there the last Friday. Um, so we'll be jetting down in the morning. Wander around, jet back. Um, Only trouble is we kind of buy things because we've got easy jet, so we kind of take it on a plane. Oh, I never thought of that. No, neither did I, and then I did. I went, oh, oh, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe I might just not take a jacket and stuff like that, and then if I need to wear like, need to go in there with like, I'm wearing everything I own. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I might just do that. Yeah. I'm sure, they would like, I'm sure they'd let you, you know I mean, if, if push comes to shove, you could go up to the school or something. I just need a wee bit extra space. They bought that, they bought that, 30 quid. Yeah. Oh, I, I just, we could split it. Yeah. Uh, okay, right, well, shh, shh. let's hope the, the other half's only listening then. That's the plan. No. If we need it, we'll split our baggage allowance. Good thinking, man. toys. Good new thinking. toys. Anyway, so that's, that's my check-in. Again, it's not been overly busy bike-wise, but there you go. Yeah. Uh, my check-in then, well, I suppose um, from a bike's perspective, I've been out in the Harley, I've been out in the Bobber, um, John's been up, failed at his MOT, um, quite badly, took it in to get it done, and it was so, it was so obviously going to fail at his MOT that the guys that doing the MOT said, um, do you want us to actually do the MOT, or will I show you what you need to get fixed before we even put it through its MOT and save you 30 quid? I mean, yeah. just shows what needs to be done before. Let's see if the, oh, really? so the boys are, uh, so the boys are brand new for doing that. Excellent, well done. Thank you guys for that. Um, for looking after us. Did we ask what it's yeah. failed for? Uh, so, I, when, fun enough, when, when I picked the bike up, when John bought the wee Martin, I picked the bike up, I always thought that his back brake was in a funny position. You literally, you know, it was literally higher than, than the, than the, the footrest. Yeah. You know, so I know they got a good, purchase on the black brake black on the back brake although it is coloured black so that's <laughs> fine but on the back brake um, you had to you literally had to take your foot off the footrest to get your right so it's obviously the foot the black back brake has to be level with the footrest yes to pass its MOT so I suspect that it's that it, that, that it was dropped before John got it we didn't know about it right because um, the, the, your, your, yeah, the guy said uh, the guys at Harley said um, it's, it, it needs bit so I bought a heat gun I'm going to heat it up and bend it back uh, and should should do the trick, um, nice. and then a uh, well, it just well. Normal other thing was the chain needed tightened before. Right. Uh, which is fair enough, right? Um, I've not been riding it. John's been riding it. He wouldn't know what a loose chain feels like. So, um, so that was fine. And uh, and then just interesting enough, the the, the guy started might fail in its indicators because they're too close together. But that's how it comes out the factory. So you can't tell me it's going to fail an MOT on a factory fitted set of indicators. No, no. Right. So I think, I think, I think maybe they just suspected they looked a bit close together. But I'm sure when you measure them, they're all right. Do you know what I mean? Aye, they'll, they'll you know. cut the mill. 
Aye, so um, anyway, so uh, so I've got to get all that done. So I'm, but I'm probably going to have to sauna for a few weeks. But John's out away. He's started finally doing his lessons out in the big bike, loving it, yeah. doing really well, doing great. He's been practicing his mod one stuff. Um, he's dead funny. He's talking about the the fact that he's a bigger of eight slalom, all that stuff. Brilliant. I'm good at that. I can do all that. You know, I can actually. I'm doing it quicker than I have to do it. I'm doing it slower. You know what I mean? The control's great. But the one thing he's really struggling with is just pushing the bike from one part of space to another. Really? <laughs> so I know the riding the bike just to pushing it. You know. Just to push everyone's space together, you know. Is, so. is, is, is he doing the? Is he doing the big donut? As in push it out of there and push it all the way back in like that. Aye, in one yes. go. Aye, aye, oh aye. no, 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 no. See, I'd push it back and then push it run and then push it back. So <coughs> rather than doing rather than doing a U shaped and pushing it from uh-huh. there into there, push mm-hmm. it back, steer it run there, and then drive it and then push it back. I think he just needs to practice whatever, that, whatever he's doing needs to practice it so he'll be fine you know it's like when you first start moving a big bike it's, it's, you get a bit scared and a bit worried that you're going to drop it so you know Aye. I think we're all the same absolutely um, but he's doing great he's loving it um, so he's uh, rattling away through his hours so um, once he gets his new schedule in for his filming we'll find out when he can book his mod 1 and mod 2 in <laughs> so, um, so the bobber will be getting transferred back across to him hopefully very soon it didn't need taxed Boo. so I had to oh well know, if it's not taxed get short it aye so I got well, I taxed it anyway because obviously you get a refund if, if you transfer it across but only taxed for six months so you should definitely have it back aye. by then which is great so um, but one of the things we did which was quite cool before he started going out for his bike lessons uh, John jumped in the mutt and I jumped on his bobber and we took it for a wee run and he, he got a shot on it on his own wee bike obviously, so we took it to private private roads yes, private roads on a private road it wasn't a public road at all it was a private road and uh, he got taken a scoot up and down in it and he loved it you could just see grinning from ear to ear which was just absolutely brilliant aye I so, um, I think the plan now is to I'm going to swap the bobber over with the street cup because the street cup is probably closer in size and manoeuvrability to the to the bikes he's learning to ride on and then it can just practice moving moving the street cup around and all that and that kind of stuff and maybe maybe go back to the wee private roads and just get used to, you know just get get in the hangar just if he's if he's got to have a wee or wait for his mod one or his mod two you know so aye oh fingers crossed good on That's you good. John yeah. good on you John uh, I have popped into Harley a couple of times just chatting away to Scott who I think is in Sonny Benidorm still at the minute maybe no. back I'm not sure I think he's back I think he's, he's back, back he wasn't back in the shop when we were in at the weekend but I think no. he is back like flying right. back because I noticed he was watching the Fit Buffy the Funky Flamingo which sounds right. like a Swanky, aye, like, swanky aye, okay, well, aye, yes. So this is something Glee. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I've never watched Glee. Um, aye, so, uh, so I think that's my check-in. I think in that sense, but I, uh, no, I've been out in the bike quite a bit. I've, you know, uh, the Harley mainly. You know, but I have given John's uh, Bobber a good run about. So I'm planning to get in. Oh, his mutt also needed a new battery. He'd been sitting for so long. We had to get a new oh, battery. Yeah. So it was supposed to go over its MOT and I tried to turn it on. It just wouldn't turn over. I'd had it sitting charging for weeks, sitting Aye. just in the trickle charging. Everything. Turned it on on a Friday. He took it for a wee spin. It was all fine running about. Saturday, turned, I tried to turn it on again. Nothing. So I had to phone up and then reschedule it for the following week. <laughs> uh, but I went out. Picked up a battery for half us, fitted it myself. Obviously, it's not a, it's not a not difficult a job, job, especially in a mutt. You know what I mean? It's super easy. <laughs> you know, 
you know, slot it out, slot it in, screw it out, screw it in, that's it, you know. Aye. So, um, aye, that was it. Yeah, that's chicken mice. So just bits and bobs kicking about. Um, apart from, I've had about three or four different people in the back of the Harley now since the last time I spoke to you. Oh, I've been sort of itching for a wee shot. Where <laughs> even out for a night, a Friday night, and one of the girls that was with, I took her up the road at last one in the morning in the bank. She was like, oh, I'm loving this. I'm absolutely loving it. <laughs> We're not talking about the same degree burns you put in her ankle for touching the... Oh, touching the back of the Aye. And then uh, that's her own fault for being stupid tweezers. So there we go. Well, aye, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah, Do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, so Sheila, if you're listening, um, uh, I hope it's healing up all right. So, aye. There we go. Buy yourself some Kevlar's. Mm-hmm, exactly. So... <laughs> There we go. That's my check-in. All good. Nice. All good. Yeah. I'm super excited about Motorcycle Live. Oh, can't okay. wait. I know. Mm-hmm. And the guys face Sterling, uh, equal there, launching the Sinatra that week. Oh, brilliant. Oh, and every time they put a little thing up, I go, oh my God, I can't wait to see this thing. Mm. Well, one more thing to just do at the start of the budget is just to apologise to all the listeners. Yes. For me eating on the podcast last time. I didn't realise how awful it sounded <laughs> until uh, a few listeners kindly said, AMSR. Hey, that's minging. That's minging. That's my double deco. So I can assure you there'll be no crunching and munching this evening uh, as I. Of food anyway. on. Oh, actually, just I forgot to mention that because it's been obviously that long, there's been quite bad. I went and visited the guys at Sterling Eco and Paisley. Basically, yeah. Just passing by um, and thought, I'll stop in, see if they're in. By a chance, they were in. Got a little shot on one of them, just around the wee car park that's in there. Aye. So much fun. Yeah. So much fun. And they but look is it is it fun beautiful. you could use it all the time fun, or is it fun novelty fun? No, I think, see, like, the wee daft runs you do. Like, nipping Aye. here, nipping there, just wee silly runs. <clears throat> I reckon you could you quite easily have a good, you'd have good fun on that. Do you know what I mean? Again, you need uh, for me. I'd need to de-restrict it to this forty-five miles an hour, and mm-hmm. if you can get the double battery, you know I mean then I that would I mm-hmm. honestly, and it yep. and it is actually surprisingly big. I was quite. You know what I mean, uh, yeah, I, I'm going to get, we're going to go down again, aren't we? Because uh, funnily enough, and as a, a bit of a coincidence, a friend of mine got in touch to say he's interested in looking and and reviewing a wee bike, and it was he's also a friend of one of the guys that owns the franchise at Up and Paisley. So. Mm. Yes, we'll go down and see the guys because they are. So, uh, we'll get, so, yeah. I, I was in, we were in there for ages just chatting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Chatting about all We even ended up chatting about cars and stuff like that at one point. So, aye, good lads. Good lads. Cool. Next one. Cool. Excellent. Yep. All right. Check in. Check in time. Done. 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 We're done. Right. Next. It's the news. It's the news. Yeah, and we have got a fair bit to get through this week. Because there is a fair few nice wee things in there. I just felt it was just... Yep. And there was loads of stuff that I did kind of look at and reread and mark up and go through and then did some other research and just took it out because it was just... It was way too much other things in there. Um, so... First up, rural speed drop. <clears throat> Let's start with the negatives. Um, yeah, go. Across England, there's been talks about possibil- the possibility, possibly reduction of speeds on rural roads. So this is taking a 60 mile an hour nationals down to a 30 mile an hour, which is nuts. Now, obviously biking groups are, shall we say, not entirely convinced by this plan and understandably why. 
one of the first to have a go at this is going to be Surrey, Surrey County Council. Um, they're planning to implement reductions across the south and the southwest of the county by autumn this year. So anytime kind of soon, do you know what I mean? Yeah, anytime now, yeah. The purpose <clears throat> being um, is to obviously to try and reduce the number of act- incidents, they call them, uh, accidents, we call them, and injuries, um, and also, you know what I mean, cutting down pollution, or as I yes. like to call it, tourism. Um, their plan looks like they're going to start with a test area and depending on the success of that they'll expand it out and stuff like that in the test area there will be no 60 mile an hour roads some will be reduced to a 40 and in the most dangerous parts of the roads they're going to reduce them down to apparently 20 miles an hour but they could be in between Um, and a lot of these roads are like narrow country lanes smaller roads through villages I mean so see from that point of view that kind of makes sense yeah totally and I, I mean I, I know my friend of mine that lives out in Oppidan he lives out in the countryside and some of those roads but you wouldn't go much faster than that anyway on them you can't see where you're going there's blind corners left right and centre so Aye, you know uh, most folk drive to the conditions of the road anyway or ride to the conditions of the road it's like anyway but uh, yeah it's, it's like forcing compulsory common sense is essentially what it sounds like. Do you know what I mean? Yes. As long as they don't, when they expand it, take some of the good roads that are safe enough to drive at national speed limit and reduce them for the sake of reducing them because that would just be, that, that will spoil it. They will. I get, they will. It, I get you're trying to cut pollution, but you mean you will cut tourism because bikers especially will just go, we're not going there because it's like the roads, are, the roads for all they're great. Half of them are cut to 30 miles an hour. Let's just no bother. Because there's just no joy on going a nice, really good twisty road at 30 miles an hour, unless you'd really have to, in terms mm-hmm. of, you mean, unless it's for safety. <clears throat> um, but on a side note, the Welsh Government are also looking to do something similar. Um, they're going to restrict um, residential roads, right, to 20 miles an hour in September. So any roads that you see as a 30, they're going to reduce them down to 20, which, I mean, again, depending on the road, kind of makes sense. Do you know, I mean? Again, I can I can see that working perfectly well, going through, uh, I mean, like, where I stay, right? Some folk fly through our village and it's absolute nonsense, right? It's absolutely ah. ridiculous the speeds they're going through. But here's the problem. It doesn't matter whether you put a 20 mile per sign up or you put a 120 mile per sign up there. These idiots are going to fly through anyway. Yeah, because it's all very well sticking a whole pile of numbers up the side of the road, but if you're not going to police it, and you're not going to prosecute because of it, and we do not have the resources to do that. It's it's it's, a, it's pointless. It's a, a it's it's just like an a paying lip service to it. Let's be honest. You know what I mean, and let's be honest in your area. Do you know what I mean cutting everything down to twenty is probably a good idea because owls owls hot twenty miles an hour. I may want the dogs, and, and there's a couple of tight corners. You know what dogs are like; they can jump out. You, you know them. You know them. They can jump about, mm-hmm. and you know they, they they stray onto the road a wee bit. And there's a couple of times I've been out with the dogs, and there's a particular corner as you leave in our village uh, that people almost scalp the pavement. You know, because it's such a tight corner, they kind of they kind of almost hug it. And, and it's been close a few times. I've been out with the dogs. I actually don't walk past that corner now if there's any for if it's busy at all. You know, so. So yeah, twenty twenty would be great, but twenty would be great in, in our village. I would be more than happy with that. But doesn't matter. I, I could count my one hand in the last year the amount of times I've seen a speed trap in our village. You know what I mean? 
Aye. 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 Mayor Tans has seen a ghost trap. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Aye. Aye. Anyway, we'll keep posting on that and if it starts to expand into, I say, territory where it really is, we really have a a disgruntled beef with it. Yep. Use the word beef. What's up next? Next up, we've got, we're back to electricity. It's inside of me and it free, I'm free. Billy Elliot, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, uh, I did some Billy Elliot last week. Clearly, um, I was too, I was singing with spot on it, but just I was looking a wee bit too old, you know. Did you shave for it? Did I what? Did you shave for the edition? No, no, no. Oh, see, that's where you went wrong. Mistake, and absolutely, absolutely. Your, so boy, anyway, your boy's looks didn't get a chance to shine through. Exactly, exactly. Uh, a lot of things shone through in that. No, there we go. So Kawasaki, the Kawa Electric and Hybrid Teaser. They've teased us with a hybrid electric thing. Yes, on two wheels, or as we like to call them, motorcycles. There, we have been some sneak images of two new Kawasaki's as they undergo final testing. So let's tell you about it. First up, there's a fully electric road machine labelled imaginatively the Roadster. Can you think why they'd called it that? No idea. Uh, nah, can't think. At least by lightweight, one, two, five equivalent, kind of naked thing. Yeah. Um, no comments, please. Thank you very much. Hold your tongue. Uh, that looks very convenient. Uh, conventional. It looks very conventional. The chassis and suspension is chain driven. Looks all right. It's, I mean, it does just look like we commuter bike. Aye. You know, um, uh, but interesting to find out about the numbers and the range and the speed charging, etc. But uh, it looks like a good offering for urban commuters if you still want to have that motorbike look. You know, uh, obviously, like we spoke to the Still and Eco guys a wee while back, and that's just a different look from anything you're going to see on the road. So if you want to be a bit different and everything, amazing. We love the Still and Eco stuff. But if you want to look like you're on a motorbike, but you're, uh, and but it's uh, an electric one, then Kawasaki have done that. They've ticked. That's clearly, I think, the demographic they're kind of going for, really, isn't it? Aye, it doesn't it look, like, it doesn't look like an electric bike. It just no, looks it doesn't, like it, a, doesn't it? it just looks like an old so, one, two, five. <clears throat> The second bike is a fared sportster labelled an H H V H V So it's a hybrid electric vehicle. Um, this will be the firm's hybrid bike, combining battery capability and maybe an engine from a Ninja 250 or a Ninja 400. There's not that much information on it just now, but possibly. Again, looks like a more bike. Looks like quite a nice, wee funky Kawasaki. I mean, it's got a real Kawasaki look about, about uh-huh. it. Fun enough, it is Kawasaki's main. It's not like we'd expect that. But they've kept those kind of... <laughs> but you know, but they've, they've, they've kind of kept that, that look. Yeah. Um, now, there's no names. We've been a nice jet. And while these images that we've got are wee sneaky ones, the thought is that they will be unveiled at the EICMA show in Milan in November because Milan is where it is happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I find myself in French when that's... That's, that's for everybody that can make it to Birmingham. Yeah, can, can make it to Birmingham. Birmingham. Yeah. Um, um, and this does meet with what the Kawasaki CEO Hiroshi Ito said last year that in 2022 they would show us a minimum of three electric vehicles globally. Um, that's what he promised. And we've got at least a couple of sneaky images here so there's maybe a few, you know, a few kind of wee surprises up the sleeve of the Kawasaki's um, bright sparks. Hey, bright sparks. Hey, hey. I'll give you that one. Thank you. The, um, thank you. Thank you. The Hev that we have. 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 Yeah. Um, 
It does. It does. You know I mean, it does look like it's got a bit of ninja about it. You know what I mean, yep. that side fair and stuff like that. So, um, nothing to do with the fact that it's green and black. You know what I mean, but it definitely has that. It's definitely got something about it. I mean, that'd be and the picture we've got's got a Power Ranger on it. So, aye. You no, know, I was aye. I was asked it. I was asked aye. it. Every cow is a kid's a Power Ranger. Exactly. See, is we humping everything? Excuse me. Can you see that for that? <laughs> I know. Is that a different image you're looking at? Uh-huh. Uh, Suzuki have got a brand new adventure bike out. Um, this is a 2023 adventure bike. Uh, gone is the old, more road-based version. Um, and welcome to the new 1050DE Delta Echo. This version is a bit more, hey, let's go off-roading. Now, you can still buy the standard 1050, but the XT version, which is the kind of upgrade on the standard, it's it's coming off the books. So let's talk numbers. Um, Finally, we've got a bite with enough information to put some numbers beside it. We can put some numbers on it, you mean? You've been given, and it's yellow, mate. It's yellow. Um, Saw that. It's 105 and a half brake horsepower with 73.8 pound foot of torque, all from a 1037cc liquid cooled V twin. It's got a curb weight of 252 kilograms, 252 kilograms. That's 10 heavier than the standard model, um, and it's got a seat height of 880 millimeters. Um, again, that's much taller. Um, than the standard bike. Standard bike's about eight fifty five, uh, so it's definitely it's definitely gaining a bit of clearance and stuff like that. Purely from yes. from an off road perspective, you just get legs long enough to sit in that thing. That's tall. You mean eight eighty tall? That's super tall. That's you in the old Africa twin territory. Um, now both bikes get a two way quick shifter centre stand, hand guards, USB 12 volt socket, blah 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 all the gubbins, both the standard bike and the new DE will now come fitted with Suzuki's 6 axis IMU for two stage lean sensitive ABS also by saying that when you had a few beers aye the held hole control is now added as well along with new right by wire setup that controls cruise control, three stage traction control and three power modes. However, the DE has got some added wee bits. Um, it's got a new 21 inch front wheel, so that's two more than the standard <coughs> and the old XT. It's got a longer travel, fully adjustable KYB suspension with 190 millimetre ground clearance. Did you just say the KY jelly suspension? I did. I did. Slippery! And to tap that off, it also comes with a new G mode. Mm-hmm. You can never find the G. That's what I've been but told. the G mode, not a wee button or thing. This one's oh, easy. Oh, oh, this is for dummies. Um, oh, and it does, says it's a wee button, but and it doesn't even mean that. It means gravel. You know what I mean? Oh, right, okay. um, and this works with the uh, with the traction control. It just allows more uh, rear wheel slip um, while still delivering a fair bit of power. Um, no doubt, no doubt, like all the other adventure bikes out there um, a massive book of options and accessories will be available um, including luggage to lighten uh, exhausts windscreens I mean there'll be loads of stuff you can add to it um, because that's just the adventure bike market but again one of the highlights for me comes in yellow and it actually yeah, it looks quite nice. Look, it looks cool, yeah. It's cool. I like cool. the beak on it. It's nice and, <clears throat> you know what I mean? It's, it's, got, it's got a wee pointy nose. Yeah. It does. You know what I mean? Does, it does yeah. have a nice wee pointy nose on it. It'll be interesting to see what the price is on that. And the kind of gold sits. heels are nice. Is there the yellow heels? Nice, on it? Aye. That's Aye, a standard. I don't know if that's a standard or not, but that's quite cool. That wee image we've got. 
Aye, that, that's you the know? DEI. And I think it'll mm. be one of those ones, you probably be able to get them black wheels and you look at different mm. colours and stuff like that. But I think they just, they went for that because it does look a bit more off-roady Dakar. Yeah, Dakar, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. A bit more, hey. But it'll be interesting to see where, it, where its price sits and then how it actually performs because there's some stiff competition in the bike in the adventure bike space, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Really I, I mean, uh, my, my big, my big thing is, is, is that, you 880, know, 880 miles. 880 miles. <laughs> I mean, I just, I mean, I wouldn't even look at that bike. Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't even consider that bike, no matter no, how much you can tweak the suspension, right. how bendy, how much it bounces down and all that. I just would not, I wouldn't even walk into the showroom and look at that bike because that just to me is like, whoa, no chance saying that isn't happening. No, no, you know? get a sore neck looking at that bike. Aye, mean? so um, you know, but fair enough, you know. But but there is a lot of long-legged lovers from Liverpool out there. So I mean, so <laughs> I'm just the long-legged Yeah. Anyway, showing age. Cool. There you go. But no, I like it. Nice, nice. I do nice. I just uh, it'd be nice if I could get my leg over. <laughs> so, get one for that. Anyway, so hey, from from crass cheap. To um, <laughs> comments, not not, not the bike, but the, the, but the comments to the Ducati Street Fighter V4 Lamborghini. Lamborghini, Dr. <laughs> Lamborghini, Lamborghini, whatever you want to call it, yeah, Lamborghini. Um, you know, the, just like the Himalayan Lamborghini, right? So we is will. It, um, is it Lamborghini just, or is it Lamborghini? Gahani, Gahani. I've, I've always said Lamborghini, right? I've always said Lamborghini, and it, it's right. probably one. It's a bit like Porsche, which is actually Porsche. You know what I mean? Uh, or, or or Adidas, which is actually Adidas. Or you no, know, but is Nike, Audi Audi is or is it Audi? Audi. It's a. Uh, I hope it's Audi because Audi it sounds much better than Audi, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, Audi. 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 Yeah. Like a, absolutely. Like a so, just when you thought the Ducati V4 couldn't get any better or expensive. Ducati is the sister company of Lamborghini and to honour the Lamborghini Huracan 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 there's another one how to you know Huracan I mean, what is it Huracan 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 that's my, that was my worst Liam Neeson ever. Talking about Liam Neeson, I saw a great picture on, um, I digress, like, but it was somebody basically taking an old, I think it was like an old micro or an old something like that, or missing micro or something, or an old missing something, and just covered it in pictures of Liam Neeson and called it Liam Neeson. Brilliant. Right? So, <laughs> so good. There we go. Uh, that, the, the new Elmish edition, Cash Guy Liam Neeson. The Liam Neeson. Cash Guy Jin. You know, from from Star Wars, Liam Neeson. Yeah, yeah. there's, there's a whole routine there, isn't there? You know the, what I mean? You know the actor Ke- is it Kevin Pollock, who's in yes. like a few Good Men and all that kind of stuff. He's um, he's quite good at impressions, and he <clears> actually <throat> does a he does a he does a reasonable like, Liam Neeson impression. And he says the the good way to get a Liam Neeson impression is just to try and say bananas, Liam Neeson, bananas. Do you know what I mean? And just, <laughs> bananas, <laughs> bananas, bananas. It's one way to get bananas, a Liam Neeson impression. Bananas. Anyway, carry on. Bananas. Anyway, so the, the Lamborghini Huracan, they have created a two-wheeled limited edition equivalent. Now, they're taking the base V4 and giving it the carbon treatment and a few other special touches that they have come up with with the Street Fighter V4 Lamborghini, right? You'll need now, to get some special touches to afford that. I know, right? Hey, <laughs> now this isn't the first time Ducati have done this, and that is by no means a complaint. So let's take a look at what you would be getting for how much and your chances of getting one. Yeah, not just because of the affordability, but I'm 
sure it's mega limited, as we were about to tell you. Um, so the base bike is technically a 2023 Pinale V4S, right, superbike, that has been updated with a new engine, braking control options, an improved quick shifter, and traction control refinements. And I think I think something that's going to go at this speed, hands up. Is that a, panic, up. Is that a Panagali? Or is it a Panagale? <laughs> a, pan- a, a Panagale. A Panagale. That's trying to eat French bread in the wind. You know? That's what it is. You know, the 2020 eating French bread in the wind. Panagale. Uh, <laughs> Panagale. Panagale. It's, Panag- it's Panagale, I'm sure, but it just reads like Panagale. Yeah. Is it, is it a V4S? Is it a V4S? <laughs> so, <laughs> kind of one so, of the things you look up when you can't, when you want a different word. Uh, exactly, yeah. But, uh, any chance to car, you can maybe just call your next bike like a brick or something like that. Uh, I mean, Steve. The Panagale, uh, the V4 brick would be quite good. <laughs> um, although, let's be honest, I don't think you could ever describe any of the car as a brick. No, no especially um, not this thing. <clears throat> yeah, and especially this one, it's been on a carbon fibre diet with mud guards, belly pan, and tank cover all done. It's specially produced at a. Right. Billy Billet? Billet? How many words have you got mispronunciation of in this, in this uh, news session? Um, so, Billet? Billet? It's a Billet, It's no French for Billy. Billet? Um, heel guards, a rear seat kill, TFT, or dash cover, right? Ignition. Switch cover and a rear sprocket protector. The wheels are custom forged to mimic that of the car it is honouring. And then to top off that, a titanium Akrapovich exhaust setup. And we've talked about Akrapovich all the time. We know that's how we pronounce aye, it. Aye. You know. I'm uh, pretty sure so, we got everything else right. We're just taking aye, the mic a bit. Absolutely. Yeah. You get a special plate, key fob, and startup sequence that have the model and serial number. And the last piece of this new bike. A custom paint job, paint job, which in fairness is going to be a love it or hate it effort with its um, green and red touches, right? Definitely Google this if you're if you listen to this podcast. Yes. Google what this looks like, <laughs> and you can decide whether you like it or it looks like somebody sneezed, but they've got a bit of a cut in their nose, right? It's one of the two. Yeah, it's going to be one of the two. Aye. <laughs> in my, my it's, opinion, aye. you've taken the cutie and sneezed on it. Well, you've got a dry, dried up nose, right? It's baby, you know? it's baby diaper green. Yeah, basically, it's the first. It's the first. It's the first change of nappy when you go home from being a dad. So yes. I mean that's it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all these changes are designed and styled from the very car it is trying to imitate. So, the car is two hundred sixty thousand pounds, which means this limited edition is not going to be cheap. It is a beer under. Are we ready for it? I hope you're sitting down. Sitting down. Fifty-six thousand pounds, and for that. Wrong button. Wrong button. Wrong button. I was looking for my Jesus button, but it's not there. It's, it's not there. It's a beer under 56 grand, right? And for that, you can have one of the 630 being produced. Only 630 of these in the world. See, that makes it value for money for only making 630. Yeah, absolutely. What? To be fair, it's probably never going to lose its value. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's never no, going to lose its unless value. Unless you put it in a hedge. Aye, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, as opposed to people who probably buy it because they put it in a hedge fund. Yeah, Aye. Aye. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Oh. Who, says, who says you can't do right wing humour? So, I mean, there we go. So, so um, now, if you're a Hurricane owner and think, yes, but this bike doesn't look like my car, I mean, there are a lot of you out there. I um, know that, you know, a big demographic of our podcast oh, are super sports car 
um, drivers, um, you, know, it's, it's, you know, a lot of them listen to average bikers in a cave talking about oh, the amount of social media comments about the hurricanes is just this. Oh, it's, it's incredible, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's uh, uh, we uh, if you know, if we were in Edinburgh, we'd be the Lambo Jambos, you know what I mean? That's that's what we're like, you know. Tell you, we're on a roll tonight, I know, doing well, doing well, anyway. So, um if you're worried about the bike or looking like the car, right, don't fret. There will be a 63, there will be 63 extra special versions called Special Cliente Editions, yeah, that you, Lambo owners, can select and configure to look like your car with a pile of wheel and paint options available. And if that wasn't enough, there will be an exclusive range of track-focused accessories available to match the bike. Oh, my God. Because you can get a what the Italians do well is mix and match. You and get a power accessorizing. Range, a power you know? snoot and, and snot, you know what I mean? Green. I mean, you know, I'm not a fan of the colours, I'll be honest with you, but... No, and don't get me wrong, probably in real life you'd actually see it and go, kill for a shot. oh my God, mm. do you know what I mean? And mm. and the thing is, I think the hurricane, in that hurricane, 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 mm-hmm. in that colour, doesn't look as bad as a bike. I don't know if it's just, I don't know. I, I, I think there's, I think the balance of snotter to blood isn't quite as, <laughs> is, is, is a bit more than it is on the on the car. So you know what I mean. No. It's like, it's like a, you just described it. I mean, what, what's the paint job inspiration for your car? I was out and get my head kicked in when I had a cold. Exactly, you know that, I mean? was that was it. That was what my hanky looked like after it. Uh, so there, there we go. Anyway, so that's it. That's your that's your Ducati news. You're the, What's you're next? The, you're the Cat Lamborghini. What's next? Yeah, the Cat Well, funny enough, you I mean you said that's the Ducati news on the bus. There's more Ducati news. Um, it's a double Ducati. It's a double Ducati. Delight. They're on a roll. <laughs> double Ducati delight. Um, double Ducati delight. It's not a Lambo, so nope. you can rest easy. Um, this is the new. V4 Diavo. Now, again, it's a sneak peek at the new V4 Diavo. Um, the current Diavos are 1262cc and comes in at £21,795 and produces 159bhp. But the new version looks as if it's going to inherit the Gran Turismo 1158cc V4 that's in the Panagale, Panagale or mm-hmm. the Multistrada. Early images show that the Diavo's still maintaining that bruiser naked look, which personally I love it. I I honestly, I I love the I love the Diavo, Um, but it's got a few subtle changes. Um, The new Ford exit exhaust will be interesting to see in the flesh. Uh, It may be a thing of beauty. It may be but ugly. Um, Again, the pixels don't really. You can see it, but. It doesn't really give you an idea of the size of it. If it's small, it may be all right. If it's massive, it's gonna. I think it'll look disgusting. Um, but we'll wait and see. Now the most subtle frame design um, hides its previous kind of rough look, which is nice. There's no, there's no as many. Um, you don't see the frame as much. Yep. Um, they've repositioned the single-sided swing arm and the rear suspension. It's got new five-spoke rims, which look very nice. The front head looks very, very similar, um, as does the the front air intake, which is always one of those things that I liked about the Diavo. was just the big on the front. That's the only way. That's the only way I can describe the air intake on the front of a Ducati. 
you know what I mean? Um, yeah, that's a good idea. Great. Aye. Uh, you mean as in cat's house? Aye. aye, aye. <laughs> but they've moved the indicators um, off of the... Well, not off the front, because they're still in the front because they're a legal requirement. But where they used to sit before as part of the fair, and they've actually moved them up. So they're parallel with the handlebars where, oh, yeah, where you yeah, would yeah. see where, where, the, where normal indicators would actually be, um, even on a mutt. Uh, again, you'll expect to get, I mean, the highest parts um, or the highest quality parts on a, right. on a Ducati. It'll be mm. all Brembo's and Nolan's and you name it and yep. this, that and the next thing. Um, because, well, as is Ducati. Um, nice bike. Uh, maybe one day we'll get a shot of it when they actually officially launch it. Who knows? It might be launched as part of What's Legal Live? Or in Milan. Who knows? Um, I, I like it. Uh, um, it's a very Yeah, no, change. I do like it. Um, although, um, thankfully, I don't have trypophobia. I think if you had trypophobia, you might get a bit crazy about the exhausts. How? Trypophobia. Do you know what trypophobia is? Fear of number four? Nope. Trypophobia is a fear of uh, lots of circles close together. Oh, is that? So, yeah. Um, people said that the new iPhone, when they first brought it out, triggered it. You know, oh. with, with the, like three or four camera lenses right, together. Because it's got the things so, at the back. Yeah, that's it. Oh. Yeah, so people said that triggered people with trypophobia. And it's got four outlets for this exhaust. So there's like four... Aye, exhaust four. pipes coming out the side of all close together and they look you know? they look like four identical circles together yeah, which probably aye. makes it so, worse yeah a lot of people you know you know there's like flowers and things that get these kind of all the holes in the middle of the flower and where the seed pods are and stuff aye. like that that really freaks out people that have got trypophobia uh, so um, there you uh, go there we go so it's, this, it, that could be a turn off for the for the masses of people especially a lot of our listeners who you know in the social media comments talk about their trypophobia <laughs> you know what I mean do you know what I mean um, you know the, that's why they drive the cat, uh, Lamborghinis <laughs> because you know there's not a lot of you know m- multiple circles you know so you know that's it so we, we like to cater for the for the mass the masses in this podcast so for all those with trypophobia you may not want you may want to steer clear in the look Ducati. away now yeah, yeah. Look, sorry. I mean, oh, sorry, too late. <laughs> yeah, too late. Yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, what have we got next? Um, we've got we've got another fantastically easy to pronounce motorcycle coming up next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for giving me that one, Darren. That's lovely. So, in the other news, we have a new Husqvarna Svartbilen. Yeah, is that maybe right? Yeah, the Husqvarna Svartbilen. Yeah, the Husqvarna Svartbilen one two five. Yeah. Um, we will maybe maybe put up a wee graphic on that, and so you can actually see you how it's what? spelt and make. It's good that they've kept the Svart Berlin name because yeah. they could have changed it to what the other bike's called. But I can't remember. It begins with a V, uh, and it's even harder to pronounce. Yeah, I know. I'll, I'll stick with Svart Berlin. Yeah, aye, it's um, got a husky. Hey, it's got a husky. I've got a husky. Yes, yeah. so it's a peggy or husky with some helping hands from parent company KTM. It looks rugged. It has knobblies and can be configured beyond belief on the Husqvarna site. So it's brilliant, but it's expensive at four and a half grand for a tiny one two five A one bike. But you do get what you pay for. It is. It does look cracking. It does look such fun. And that looks mean? like it, that could be an absolute hoot to throw mm. about the dot. You know what I mean? It I really it just does. Brilliant to the, it just it, it just says fun, doesn't it? Aye. It just and it's probably, says, it will be putting it. You mean almost fifteen break. I mean, yeah. it'll be right at the limit of the A1 bike, purely right. if, it, if it's, you mean, because the, I mean, sister company's KTM. I know the KTM 125 is like 14.8 mm. or something like that. Oh, so I, 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 
Yeah, it should be the same. It's nice that I like that. Nice. And and just while we're on the the cool looking bikes, uh, if I had the money right now, I would have bought this. I yes. would have gone straight into Westcoast and bought yes. this. I would absolutely, without a doubt, no questions. Yes. Um, I would have just went take my money now, but I do not have twenty six to twenty five and a half grand. So, um, but um, this is the new Harley Davidson Lowrider, which has been out. Obviously, the Lowrider ST, but this is the El Diablo. I'm going to go deep. Will I go deep with that? I ain't a bit too deep there. I mean, it went right after scale. Aye, so I kept my deep on there as well. Kind of up. There we go. Um, yes, so deep. Nice. Aye, nice. No, there we go. We El Diablo, right? You so, go that low, um, we just lose it. I just lose it. <laughs> anyway, essentially, it's a low rider ST, right? Which I, I'm, I think I'm desperate to get a shot of. Um, it's. I believe it's such a great handling bike. I've heard so many good things about it. It's got a limited edition of 1,500 of them, um, which they're calling the El Diablo. It's got a stunning colour. So you get some extra options fitted as standard on the El Diablo, most notably. Sorry. You get some standard options uh, fitted as standard on the El Diablo. <laughs> most notably, the Harley and Rockford Fosgate audio system with 5.25-inch woofers. <laughs> and a 250 watt amp all mounted up into the fairing and but what makes the el diablo really stand out is the custom paint job yeah it has a base layer of el diablo bright red followed by a second coat of bright red sun glow then top that off with a red and gold pinstriping on the tank fairing fenders and saddlebags it just looks absolutely stunning so if you want one, you can register your interest now. It is twenty five and a half grand, two five four nine five, which is five grand more than the standard ST. But for something that's just going to turn heads left, right, and centre, oh, it's, um, it's just I would I would it have just gone in and just put and my I'm, money I'm, down on it straight away if I, I had the money. I like Absolutely. the fact that the rest is just all black to it. The engine's yeah. black to it, pipes are black to it. It just the only thing that's no black to it is the wheels. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, the, aye, but even them they're is, a kind of bronzy colour, aren't they? Just, aye, it's, it's just, just oh, it's, it, it's a it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful piece of art. I would say. I'm now asking. Maybe it sounds a bit pretentious. No, yeah, sorry. Can you believe it's one of the one of the pivotal moments of art history from the motorcycle genre? Yeah. So uh, it's lovely. I'd have nice. been. I'd yeah, have been in. I'd have been in there you mate. I would have been in there beside you going, here's my money. Yeah. Uh, I think it's absolutely filthy. It's lovely. Beautiful right, looking thing. Uh, I hope. Desperate to see one in the flesh. I'm hoping it's on the motorbike show. Oh. Mm. Uh, have we got enough room in our luggage for hankies? Just asking. Uh, for a friend. What to, do, what to do is we'll just, uh, we can we can come down with a lot of socks and come back with none. Be fine. Danger zone. Bothering well any there, wasn't it? That one. <laughs> if you if you just tuned in, we're getting the value of that button again. Absolutely, yep. Anyway. So yeah, El Diablo. Google it. Have a look at it. Yeah, yeah. Aye. I, I, I believe when your wife or husband or partner is not about. Yes, absolutely. Cool. That was the news. That was the news. Yeah. The news. Uh, oh, just yep. I'm bypassing them. <laughs> now, before we go into the big question, um, we've actually had a little bonus. Um, MCN, ha- a couple of weeks back, published their 2022 awards, which is like a 36 page thing about all about it and 
the, mm-hmm. what bikes they liked and all that stuff. Now, while I, I think there's still ages to go in 2022, um, albeit 90, what, one days to Christmas or something. Yeah. Ooh. The season's nearly over, really, isn't it? Aye, season's nearly over. Everybody's getting their last rides in. Some people have had their <laughs> last rides and all that kind of stuff. I still if think... If we get a winter like last year, we'll have a lot of nice dry, cold, but dry days. Aye, you know, exactly. Um, you know, still, today was a beautiful day. Still get it. Up here. Still get it. I know John's home for that because obviously if he's not going to do his mode one it kind of like middle of October end of October he'll aye, still he be desperate get, to get out on his bike and just get aye, around so, yeah, I don't think it'll be I'll be fine this year I don't get loads this year watch this space we're going to absolutely get 10 feet of snow yeah we have just jinxed it we have just aye, jinxed 10 it 10 feet of snow you've heard it here first yeah 7,000 7, inches of rain 10 <laughs> feet of snow and, aye, and in between that, that it'll freeze <clears throat> it'll freeze yeah so yeah 22 22 22 22 22 it's still tons of stuff to go we've obviously got Milan we've got the motorbike show all that stuff and well MCN have published yours we obviously do a little thing at the end of the year where we kind of talk about what bikes we like this year and what we've got coming next year yep. which yep. is good and we'll do that separately um, but we just wanted to kind of have a look through and say oh what have they picked what have they got this time and usually there's no one that surprises. Usually, I mean, I can pick it out and go, well, I roughly know what they're going to pick. However, there's a few shockers in here. Um, so we just thought, let's have a quick look through. Mm-hmm. We'll not cover everything. We'll just pick out a few that's good for us. If you want to know more, head across on the MCN's website or hang off and they usually do a little video yeah. and stuff like that. Okay, so let's dive in. We could play... Surprise, no surprise. Did you find this a surprise or no surprise? Uh-huh. What's in the box? Uh, so let's do overall bike of the year. Let's do that, right? Let's let's go between us and say whether we thought this was a surprise or not, okay? Yeah. Overall bike of the year goes to the Triumph Tiger Sport 660. All right? Yeah. No, not a big surprise for me because there's been a lot of... Uh, uh, the adventure bike seems to be a big thing this year, mm-hmm. and I, and I think probably Harley's Panerica pushed it to the forefront of popularity, even if it wasn't to necessarily buy that one. You know, even though all the cool dudes have them, yeah, yeah. But even it was it, it just it, it just kind of really brought that type of bike back to the fore again. Well, I thought know? I thought it might have been the eight fifty Sport. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Do you I, mean? I, I suppose Triumph Tiger's not a surprise. Maybe the 660. Maybe the 660. Aye, I thought maybe the thingy. But it's I just... Think, a... Yeah, looking at... Look, you're about to say, obviously, um, about the cost and all that kind of stuff, and I think that's probably the bigger factor that's, that's maybe... Aye, that, that's what I think swung it for them. Again, it's just a shade and a half over. It's just, I mean, it's eight and a half grand, give or Aye. take, right? Which is a lot of bike. It's got a great wee engine. It's the same engine that's in the Trident, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which has got loads of power, handles great, and it's about £80 a month on a PCP. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yep. So you're walking out with a little kind of mini adventure bike that has the heritage of having the Triumph logo and all mm-hmm. that stuff on it. So it's got that wee bit of hits you there. Do you know what I mean? And for what eighty pound a month on a PCP, uh, I, I mean, you can then go. I uh, see why they've picked it, but I honestly thought, you mean the eight fifty was in my shout, the eight fifty Sport was in my shout. I uh, know that's true. That's very true. That's very true. Yeah, it's a good thing. that's a very good point. Another belt of a bike. I know. Uh, best thousand CC plus naked bike goes yep. to the Yamaha MT10. Not surprised in the slightest. Not surprised. No, not, not surprised, surprised in the slightest. And we all yeah, know, the, men, we the all amount know why. of uh, the amount of Chinese food that 
that Dio sent down to them saying obviously <laughs> to, to sway that one. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Name my bike, will you? Yeah, again, can you? I'll send you some more chicken balls. Come on, pick my bike. You know, that's <laughs> uh, good it's on you. You did well, Pat. Uh, you know, noodles and noodles. Got that one for you. Nice Wait, one. Hey, you're really rhyming. Jive the right in you. We don't need to talk about the MT10 because, well, nah, you know, I mean, everybody knows. Everyone knows. I mean, uh, fellow but average if you, want, if you want to talk more about the MT10 uh, send us a message and we'll give you Tio's private phone number all good oh right, we should so just get Tio on to talk about the MT10 just do. a private review do. on the MT10 <coughs> I think he'd be happy to do it um, best retro is the Kawasaki Z900SE when this was when this first came out obviously we loved it and we loved yeah, it mainly totally, because actually. it was it was it was black retro yellow. looking yeah. and it was black and yellow mm-hmm where we haven't ridden it, um, I've never seen. I've never seen a bad review on it, right? No, and yet, that's true. It's it won't. True. It won't sell out a Royal Enfield Interceptor or whatever. You know what no. mean on price? But you know what I mean. It's it's one of those ones. You're getting that old school Japanese. You're getting that old school retro looking bike, but you're getting yeah. all that latest Japanese. Technology and reliability. I mean, and yeah. yeah, it's dearer than a Royal Enfield by a good bit, and it doesn't have that kind of chest pumping. You know, what I mean, sense of oh, I've got a triumph. Do you know what I mean? Right. However, right. you cannot fault the look of it. It's a stunning looking thing, and I can understand why. Um, you know, if you look at if you look at Triumph and Enfield and those kind of things, they, they've built their brand on that retro look. Yeah, you know, when you say Kawasaki. You, you automatically think Ninja or Versus or yep. something like that, don't you? And you think, you know, so for when, so when they brought it, it was such a, a cool thing for Kawasaki to bring out, you know, and, and it, it did stand up and go, look at me, look at what we've done, and we've just taken, we've taken what Triumph are brilliant at, what Enfield's brilliant at, and we've said, we can do this as well, you know. We can make Aye, and stuff. I mean, and obviously they did it years and years and years and years ago, and yeah. this was just there. There's a massive, there's a massive um, kind of following for those old Kawasaki bikes. Those kind of seventies and eighties bikes, you know, and there's a huge following. You know, there's, there's folk that there's folk that get garages full of those bikes because they just love them. So they, they played a blinder, I think. I played a blinder I, bringing that out. I remember but when they from, brought that out. You that and I, nostalgia. I, yeah. You and I swooned at that thing because we were like, oh my god. And then I think they did a like a six fifty version, but it was yeah. like a nine hundred. We were like, oh, Aye, oh I, was like, like, I know, absolutely, it was just filth. Yeah. Um, way back, way back in the day before we were top ten percent. So you know, what I mean? was that a shock? Was that a shock for you? I kind of, I, I suppose it wasn't so much a shock. It was more of a, oh, I remember because Aye. again, you don't automatically think of Kawasaki's been a retro bike manufacturer. So no. at the time we turned over it, but then so many other things that we talked about and happened about to see that and go, wow, oh, of course, you know, once you once once I remember about it, I went, of course, of course, it was a contender. You know, of course it was. No, not not surprised that that it won it. Just again going back to the concept that Kawasaki aren't famous for that or aren't associated with that in the modern era. You know, and then remembering about the whole kind of culture of people that love all those old Kawasaki's. Then I no, yeah, makes no surprise. I, if put a list, I'm pleasantly of, glad to, to 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 revisit the joy of remembering that bike again. All right, I think if if you put a list of retro bikes in front of me, I would have probably said I think I think the. Royal Enfield will still win it just 
on how good that V650 is, how nice yeah, it sounds, yeah, 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 the yeah, cheapness totally. of it, and all that. But in my heart of hearts, I would have been saying, I would have said, please let the Kawasaki Z900 win it, purely yeah. because that the minute. I read it, I went, oh, I love that bike. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Moving yeah. on, quickly. Yeah. Uh, best adventure bike. <clears throat> now, before I say it, I'm going to say, this was a shock. Aye. All right. Oh, no, totally. No, because, yeah, I, totally. no, because I expected the Pan America to win, because I didn't think the Pan America would win, <clears throat> right? But I'll go into it. The best adventure bike is the Ducati Desert X. Now, it's topped... I mean, it's it's knocked the GS off its very long-held perch, right? The GS has been up there and has won this countless times, right? Because it is the best all-round adventure bike, right? Mm -hmm. In terms of refinement and all that kind of stuff, right? It's way up there. However, the Desert X is cheaper. It's a good bit cheaper. And Mm. it's probably far more capable off-road because that's what it's designed to do. Oh, totally, totally, yeah. Albeit, it looks like a Marmite, it's a Marmite bike, right? It's one of those ones, it's like the Lambo, you'll either love the look or you'll hate the look. It does look like an, it looks like a much older Dakar bike um, and it's designed, but some people really like that. Um, It's one of those ones. Um, Again, if if money was no object, you would probably still go GS, I think. Or a lot of people still go GS. Um, but in terms of if you were buying a bike purely to do a proper adventure off-road, all that kind of stuff, um, they've, they've given it to this purely for that reason. Um, yeah, uh, that was yeah, a shock. Just- I expected it to be a GS again. Yeah, I can, um, can I just, you just assume that, don't you? It's a bit like aye. Ant and Dick, you know? Aye, you mean best adventure bike, GS. Aye. Aye. And they have one on the tele for two years, but it looks so on it, you know. Aye, and it may be one of the ones, maybe next year, you mean, when the 1300 GS and variants of come out, then it might go back to being top. Like Who knows? Yeah, totally. But yeah. Uh, aye, there you go. Yeah. There anyway, go. hand so, baton. Hand back. So back, hand back, back to best sports bike. Uh, which is the Ducati Panigale V4S no surprises nope. no need to really talk about that one it's uh-uh. like yeah of course it is why wouldn't it be Aye. Uh, best tourer again BMW RT has picked this up a few times but this year the award has gone to the Honda NT1100 I'm shocked um, at that yeah, yeah. Uh, it seems to be what we, what we reckon is down to value for money Starting at twelve three nine nine, it's cheaper than the retro Kawasaki Z nine, and you can properly tour on it. So it's just a, you know, solid Japanese bike, great value for money. You know, will last you a long, long time. Yeah, I've watched a couple of reviews on the NT eleven hundred, and a lot of folks say it's really nice to ride. It is. Mm-hmm. I think it's a little bit underpowered, but it's really nice to ride. Yeah, and I suppose underpowered for that for price. A Depends how you're, how you're, what you're dealing with it. Do you know what I mean? But aye, uh, aye, aye, yeah. It's, again, it's a nice for a shade of twelve grand. It's a lot. Of, you know what I mean? And you can't go wrong with a Honda. No, very true. I mean, I, I, I still, I still rave about the VFR, as you know. Do you know what I mean? So, oh, um, VFR. You know, I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's just a nice. I mean, it's a bit safe. You know, I suppose in a way, but I suppose that's that's kind of what you want with a tourer, isn't it? Safe. You, know, you want safe, Aye. safe. I think that's what you want with a tourer. You know, but yeah, yeah, no, no, it's not. 
this. Uh, but again, I would assume BMW. You're right. I would have assumed the BMW to pick that one up. Aye, you know? I would have thought so because it's again, it's one of the ones. Yep. Best cruiser, El Diablo or not, is the Harley Lowrider ST. So, um, I think they put that in there just to tease us. I know because, because we can't get one again. No surprise, we, we really want to shot this one, but they're like gold dust in the demo fleet, at least in the UK. So, Aye. we're still struggling to even try and find where we can get a shot one. I know. And the, the best electric is the Zero SRS. Um, I suppose Zero seems to be the um, uh, it's, it's much of a well, in terms of performance, and all that I think it's much uh, of a muchness, muchness between them all. Um, yeah. I think the only thing is, is did Zero RS is get. It's probably got the slightly better tech in it, and it's yeah. actually middle of the. I mean, it's it's the cheaper option. Well, I say cheaper option. It's still expensive, but it's cheaper option compared to yeah. what was the Harley Livewire because the the Live One or whatever it's called, don't hear yet. And then the Energica, which again, if you yeah, big, yeah, yeah, the big yeah. ones, which you love, but yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so zero uh, SRS is your best electric, but not real much. I think though. Uh, I think I talked about this before, didn't I? But the the, the electric, the zero and stuff—they've got all these concepts of things that will cost you more money, you know. So it's like it's like the the in-app subscription, you know, yeah. model that they're doing with that. So yeah, the zero probably does come out good value for money on paper. But if you want this, and you want that, and you want this with extra power, you and know, again, all of which is already on the bike, which is frustrating. Aye, and again, still these, annoys me. Still uh, annoys me that that's. Uh, finding its way in. I'm going to do. I'm going to do a shameless plug again and say, depends what you're using it for. If you're using it purely just as a wee commute and back and forward and all that, I would save myself all that money and I'd wait until Sterling Eco bring it to Sonata because it'll be a hundred miles and it'll be. I think it's good. The new ones going to do some. They I think fifty six miles an hour, which mm-hmm. is you know, I mean the same as what you get a reasonable one two five. Aye. Um, and it's, you mean, it's a fraction of the price, or it will be a fraction of that price, because well, there's yep. great deals. So again, horses for, horses for curses. Yeah. Uh, but there, there are loads of awards in the whole MCM thing, so we just thought we'd, a quick pass of the highlights would be worth a while. If you want to read more, then head over to MCM for a read. There's also a Lifetime Achievement Award and a very nice piece in John McGuinness. Alternatively, hang off, and they usually follow up with a YouTube video with all the winners and have a wee walkthrough of them all. Um, we will have our annual stab at our favourites. Yeah, Average Bikers in the Caves Bike of the Year 2022 towards the end of the year. But now... It's like the shit Emmys. Yep, the shit Emmys. The shit, <laughs> that, well, that sounds like a type of mushroom. Well, well, what, what have you got in your soup? Look at these new shit mushrooms. How lovely. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I'll shorten the gap on that one, but I... Shorten the gap on that one, but I... Nice. Perfect. Nice. Anyway, so... And now... The Big Question. Yeah, so it's a... Uh, big Question is Highway to the... Danger Zone. But not quite. The Danger Roads. Is every road a danger road? That is an actual question this this week. We actually are asking a question. And that is... Is every, road, news, is every road a... Danger Zone. There we go. So we thought we hadn't haven't had an informative rant in a while, and we do love an informative rant. We yeah. do. Neil went off on an informative rant about my zero in our purchases. To but be honest, right, it's the one episode. It's not. I, I look forward to every episode as always, right? Uh, However, our very last episode of the year where we just have a bitch and moan and a few beers. That's <clears> that. <throat> that's going to be a that we did it last year and it was so. 
What was the other one? Cathartic? Cathartic. 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 Yes, cathartic. It was yeah. so cathartic. Cathartic. Uh, and I, I love you about yeah. cathartic. So, yes. Anyway, yeah. so Carry let's on. expect some soapbox moments. Yep. Yeah. We're going to discuss uh, the types of junctions and roads and what makes them dangerous. Danger zone. Yep. I'll still so press we'll that for a bit because it's... No, it's fine. I mean, it's brilliant, <laughs> but yeah. Um, we will score these using a unique scoring system, the DZP or Danger Zone Point system, one being not very dangerous and 10 being very, very hazardous. Um, there is no scientific formula. It's a score from me and it's a score from Darren. And you may agree with the score, you may not agree with the score. The point is, it doesn't really matter because we'll probably there'll be points where we'll just pick the number of our heads just for a bit of... Aye, a bit, of a, a, bit of a, a bit of a bit of fun, yeah. Aye. So Just disclaimer: um, absolutely zero thought and anticipation has went into this. Exactly, but we did want something that, r- that roughly sounded like danger zone, so we Aye. could use that button. So <laughs> there we go. We get so value out of that one so button. I've actually moved it into a different button because I wore it out. I mean, it was starting Aye. to get a bit thin on top. That button's Aye, moved it see, a see, He's not. He's not happy with the quality of his rubber. No, you know? no, and you no. need to be happy with the quality of rubber. Thank you. Of course you do. Anyway, let's, let's, look, let's look at junctions, okay? So, we've got a number of different types of junctions, so we'll go through them in no particular order. We're going to look at the T-junction, right? So what makes a T-junction? Yes. It's either a giveaway or a stop sign or a traffic light hidden few different variants, okay? Yeah, traffic okay. lights, priority is dictated by the traffic light. And this is called the controlled junction. Stop mm-hmm. sign along with the road markings, which is a solid right line. Um is another version. Um, these are called marked junctions, by the way, if anybody's interested. We've also got the giveaway, um, well, along with the similar road marking, so it's a prepare to give way on the major road. Again, it's a marked junction. Marked junction. Would that be because it's got markings? Yes. There's a yeah. giveaway that doesn't have a sign, but it's only got the road markings. Again, these are usually junctions. These are usually in junctions that are only too busy. Um, but again, they're still marked junctions. And then mm-hmm. you've got a no sign or road marking. So quiet junctions, usually ro- local, residential, uh, rural areas. There's often no road signs, no yep. markings, whatever. Yeah, they're in my way. Guess what that one? Guess what that one falls under? Uh, is that called a secret squirrel? You don't know where you're going. Junction <sighs> crossbar. It's an unmarked crossbar. junction. Unmarked. Um, and in that case, no one has priority. By the way. Um, just so that we're calling that out it's essential you approach that one with caution uh, and be prepared to stop um, again unmarked junctions like that are just an absolute nightmare so Ian yes dangers of T-junctions so big dangers of T-junctions first of all first of all the main dangers are coming from bloody drivers right so we're just <laughs> going to basically call it out but actually no junction is dangerous it's the drivers at the junction that make them dangerous no maybe not but you know, we'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll we'll just go with that anyway and just alienate everybody with four wheels. So people indicating but not turning, right? So again, you watch your speed, you take caution, do not assume when you're going, when the people are going to be going the right way, right? There's uh, so many Muppets out there and, we, and we're terrible with it um, with motorbikes because, you know, we, we all forget to turn the indicators off every now and again, the motorbikes. So we shouldn't really get annoyed at car drivers for doing it as well, but we do. Because they're inside a vehicle, they're insulated, and they hear the it's on. Turn it off, pal. Right. So if you're sitting at a junction and you're flashing one way and going the other, 
Yeah. Then, um, other than you know, potentially getting to jail for that, uh, you are. <laughs> I was um, just thinking that exactly. Um, there's that's that's just oh, grr, right, grr. Okay, we've got the corner car. The drivers that are going that fast and don't anticipate the speed accordingly, that they oversteer to compensate and cut right over into your lane. Yeah, how many times have you been sitting? Thankfully, on it, if you're on a bike, you think if I was in a car, they'd have taken my wing mirror off. You know what I mean? Or they'd have thumped into my my. Uh, my bumper if I was in a car so they cut right across your lane there's a one particular junction at Bridge of Weir just um, coming down for the primary school and you take a left and then you get the lights and folk fly through that junction especially when the lights are turning yellow when they're going to Amber and they cut right round it the Amber Gambler and you're sitting in that outside lane and you're like what the yeah so yeah uh, now uh, uh, so there you go so that's where now if you're turning right you might be in that area you know or if you're sitting or if there's a filter lane that's another common one if you're sitting it's a t-junction but but there's a filter lane for the cars to go right in the left and you're going straight ahead you're going to be sitting at outside junction and that's where you get your crossover guys which is just super you've got to be super aware of that so that to me is um a, a perfect example of um people flying around too quick because they're trying to jump through yep you know absolutely if you're on a major road, the main road, the T-junction poses a different threat and that is people pulling out on you. Yeah? So how many times have you heard, seen or experienced someone pulling out of a junction and not seeing you or not judging your speed? You've got to be really careful. There's another one quite close to me, T-junction, people constantly pulling out your time. And that's because actually the T-junction's at the bottom of a hill and as you're coming over the rise of the hill, they pull out. But but the thing that really, you know what really get, grinds my gears? Go on. So the thing that we're going is they pull out, right? And then they don't accelerate to the speed of the road. Oh, you know, you know what I mean, right? Oh. So that's oh, right. You just want to, you know, people. Yeah, they pull it. They, they they think, oh, I can make it out in front of you. Brilliant, make it out in front of me. Great, thanks very much. And then they go, but I'm just going to potter along at thirty six miles an hour and a sixty mile an hour limit. <sighs> yeah, so I forgot about those people. So now that's just not. That's not just um, about, oh, I think I can make it and then I'll move. That's just sheer incompetence, right? Not judging your speed, not judging the speed of the road is a super common problem with lots of people at all these junctions. So as they cut round, they don't judge it. They're going too fast. They cut over into your lane. They're going too slow. Um, or, they, you know, they jump through when they shouldn't be jumping through. So um, there's, a, there's a fantastic video and you know I've raved about Fortnite and you you know as well, you like Ryan for Fortnite. And he, t- he talks about how we are pigeons, yeah? And it's the concept of you only see it one eye, right? So, you know, it's a brilliant video. It explains it really, really well um, about how he does it. And he brings on all his wee science doofles and he does his wee diagrams and all this kind of stuff. Uh, and uh, um, But you just look at it and go, that uh, looks cool. I don't have a clue what you mean, but it, but it does look Aye. quite good with all these wee unless, arrows. Unless you're for your village. Your village yes. doesn't have pigeons. It's get owls. Yes, that's true. Yeah, that's, and imagine, and owls, actually, and owls not a great one. You know, it's not it's not a great one to talk about because owls get the eyes in the front of their head. You know what I mean? Aye, so they, so they could probably range, judge yeah. a car better. So why, why in the heck then did it hit me? <laughs> <laughs> you know, if they're so bloody good, why did it hit me? Good why, point. Why, did it, hit, why oh. did it hit a car? Bounce off the car, then hit me, and then fly away. Did it have a wee white bandana with a red circle in the middle? It did, yes, it did. Yeah, it was. See? Yeah, absolutely. It was on its. It was on its way to. Um, a, no, no, don't, don't see it. No. So anyway, it explains how <laughs> it, it does explain. 
Fortnite's video is brilliant. It explains how Rosers, road users struggle to judge what bike speeds versus car speeds. And he did another great thing recently video, I'm just going to pop into it, and it's about Teslas, funnily enough, right? <clears throat> and how there's been a couple of fatalities for motorcycles by Teslas who have hit them in autopilot. So the Tesla have been driving in an autopilot, um, oh. and it's a particular model of motorbike, uh, and the Tesla's just pulled in the back of him and killed him twice, right? What? And it's to, do with, it's to do with the distance between the two brake lights. It's got two red brake lights rather than a single brake light. So the, what they reckon is, this is very simple, but watch the video, is that the Tesla learns through cameras. It doesn't have LiDAR, so it just uses, learns through cameras, right? Yep. So it sees two red lights. It sees them quite close together. So its knowledge and its database says, well, two red lights that close together means the car is quite far away. So I don't need to slow down. Right. right, anyway. But again, so watch that as well. It's a fantastic wee bit of video. Um, the other T-junction hazard is on us, the biker. If we are overtaking, make sure that you spot badly marked T-junctions, look for gaps in hedges, bollards, road signs, anything that flags it's there. You know, hidden junctions, all these wee signs. You've really got to know what you're overtaking past in terms of the, the the road makeup and the road architecture. And you may see it and make sure you see it in a clear visibility of the junction and the road before it. And that's ideal. It's uh, it's definitely the hidden ones you've got to be aware of, especially as a biker, because you can scoot around a car, miss the hidden the hidden junction. Because you're going it. so fast, you, you're on that junction way before uh, a, a car or anything's going to be on it. So yeah. Aye. Or, or, or the other one is is that somebody's actually indicating to pull out and there's somebody waiting at that junction and you cut or oh, I'll just cut the inside. No knowing that he's mm -hmm. flagged, he's flashed that guy to come out because he's no looked to his mirror and exactly, saw you coming. Yeah. You know, I, I remember when I was learning to drive my car, my mom always used to say, what, what does say, uh, when somebody flashes the lights at you, what does it mean? And and the answer was, the lights work. That's all it ever means. Aye. The lights are working. You know what I mean? Aye. So um, don't take in. So T-junction, what are our danger zone points? And that's a difficult one because there's so many different scenarios. I think pulling out from a D-junction, a T-junction. A D-junction. A D-junction. <laughs> pulling out from D-junction. D-junction, that's what it is. The D-junction. So um, I was pulling out from D-junction. Uh, I think uh, it can be anything from about a four to an eight, depending on the scenario. Aye, um, I think, so I think, on average, I'll go, I'll go six because that's right in the middle. Aye, I was thinking about about seven, Mark, because I think the... Yeah unmarked junctions puts it up yeah. but I also think not just the cars but I think the amount of times I've seen bikers passing cars when you can clearly see there's a junction up ahead up. Uh, you yeah. mean there's a junction sitting on the right hand side mm -hmm. and you, there's a big hedge there you can't see what's coming up that road do you mm -hmm. know what it takes is for what if he if the driver coming up turning left and he can see all the way up the right even if you yep. can't see what's you can't he doesn't need to see what's coming left he just needs to mm -hmm. you know I mean how many times have you seen them pull out so for me I, it's probably a you know I mean a seven um, yeah for yeah, that yeah, reason yeah, yeah. you know I mean yeah definitely Cool. Pretty dangerous. Pretty dangerous. Pretty dangerous. Oh, yeah. Pretty. Right, what's and, the next one? And, so what have we got next? And, and what have we got next? Probably the, just the amount of teen junctions. Do you know what I mean? Right. Probably puts them up because statistically speaking, you can, you know I mean, you're, 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 you're hitting chances. a T before you're hitting me. No. It's not no, quite as good, no, is it? No. no. Keep trying. Keep why trying. junctions? Why junctions? Why, why, why junctions? Why why do we have junctions in the first place? Why? Why? It's, anyway. a, bit, it's a bit like a T junction, right? In yeah. terms of you get you can have a, a giveaway version, a stop sign version, a traffic light version, or a hidden version. Why junctions are essentially 
junctions, minor roads to the left or right of a major yes. road, right? And if you don't know what a major road and a minor road is, then go back and look at your highway code. Yes. Um, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, just it's always good to learn. Because then yeah. it'll, it'll actually piss you off more when you're out driving in a car and you see all these people behaving. And then you'll go, wait, wait a minute, that's not what the road says. One of the things, one of the key things that gets my goat in drivers is, you know, you, you never reverse run a corner into a major road right? no. that's just you know but the amount of folk would do it I had one a day I had one, I had one yesterday right? and they just oh just reversing this but it, you know so you know if you don't know what a major what the difference between a major and minor road is read up on it so that you can be aware when you're watching wallopers in their cars reversing so, it and you can go so you can, I, I, I have an air of superiority about you yes. I mean you can yeah, point sure. judgmentally and know why exactly. when they don't um, so the difference in the Y junction, um, it's fairly, fairly straightforward. Is it's not shaped like a T, it's based like a Y. Um, the minor road actually takes a, a different angle of a major road. Um, but yeah, very similar to a T junction. So the dangers of Y junctions, all junctions represent a particular hazard for motorcycles, cars and other vehicles, as we've said, numerous blind spots such as A pillars and stuff like that, especially in an A because you're adding in a whole load of angles in there. Now, mm. with motorcycles being much harder to see due to their size and easily obscured by other vehicles, the the likelihood of cars just pulling out of these junctions directly in the path of a motorcycle is actually elevated. Um, again, because of the, you're making that a much more acute angle, especially yeah. if the driver's pulling out and pulling right. Is that, is that like an angle that's kind of like just sitting there looking all sweet and just kind of, you know, just looking at an acute angle? Eyelashes, aye, 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 acute absolutely. Angle. Aye. Yeah. And then you'll find it's actually really lethal. Yeah. Um, again, I'm saying nothing. I'm saying nothing. Okay. Uh, keeping a safe following distance behind vehicles will obviously help those other road users see you. Um, as you're coming down the road it's not a guarantee but it's something it oh. is um, also use the whole lane you mean move about mm -hmm. and get yourself that make yourself visible even if you are just weaving in and out you know I mean in your lane but just weave from left to right in your lane that actual movement makes you that bit more visible Um Again, like D junctions, if you're on the main road, just be careful when you're pulling out in case they I mean no one's looked and just boom, pull it out. Or yep. maybe maybe they just get a death wish and they just want to I mean do you in for any part reason. Mm -hmm. you know I mean? Um so yeah, very similar Y junctions are very similar to there's not much between them um for yeah. me. So from a danger zone points perspective, I'm gonna say it's an eight. Because it gets Yeah, up, I, I would go an eight, right? Absolutely. I think for me the big difference about especially with a Y junction is depending on what way the Y is. Do you know what I mean? Depends, yes. you know, people have muscle memory. They they turn their head a particular amount. Yep. to check what's coming down the roads. So uh, if you're coming, if you're coming out from a Y junction, one either your left, your your head to the left, your head to right, it's going to have to turn way more than you're normally used to. Yep. To, to see down that road properly. So if you're coming along that bit of the road in the bike, folk are going to look around and go, "No, there's nothing there." But they're actually not looking as far down the road as they would be if they were looking for that same angle in a T junction. So yeah, yeah I'd go and eat. Absolutely. And yeah, any time I see a Y junction, it usually tends to be on a on a back road. Well, a back road. When I mean a back road, I mean like a national, an A road. The national's A road is not dual carriageway. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? So the likes of the eighty two's got loads of them on it. Loads yep. of them on it. Um, 
and that's obviously where people are going at speed. People are trying to get ahead. People are enjoying the ride and all that. And yeah, you know especially all kind of country roads where they've got a kind of where, they, where they've built a bypass run a village or something like that. You've always, you know, so you always see that kind of road saying it's like an inverted D. You're riding along, so you pull off here and you can go down into Drummond, I'm thinking of being a great example. Yep. You can run into Drummond, but if you're going straight along that road, you know, there'll, there'll be a, there'll be, you, you know there'll be a Y junction to go into Drummond, there'll be a Y junction if you're coming out the other end. And See the one, see the one at Tarbot, see when you're heading mm-hmm. along local, along by local Lomond and yep. you're heading for like Tindrum or something like that, you, mm-hmm. you get to the hotel at Tarbot. Yep. That's obviously a, a bit of a why there, right? Yes. But it's just because it's on a hill and all sorts, and there's a corner coming the other way. That's yes. just, it's, it's one of the ones. Aye. I'm surprised there's no thousands of accidents on that road between camper vans and buses and bikes and lorries and white van guys trying to get back to the city centre and whatever. Mm. It's just horrific. That it is really Yeah, horrific. and it, it's close enough to. Dumbarton, Glasgow, and all these places that it's a busy, busy junction. Yep. Even though it's out in the country. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Totally. Why Eight points. Why Eight points. Eight points. Yep. So Eight points. Next, next up we have. Crossroads, right? So Half people, the people are listening to this are not going to have an idea of what No, they won't have a clue what, what noise is he making? And I'll fucking go, oh, Betty, no, Benny. Aye, Benny. Benny. That's why I've got oh, my Benny. Miss, Miss Diane, Miss Diane. I've got my Benny hat on tonight. You've got your Benny hat on, so you have a nice. <laughs> Lovely. Anyway, so um, so for those that, that don't know, Crossroads is a really bad soap opera like the 80s and 70s, right? So really bad. Set in a, a motel in Nottingham or something was it Nottingham or something oh, like the idea. Or something? Was, anyway, <clears throat> anyway uh, I'm sure if, if you're listening and got to enlighten us and exactly where Crossroads is set you can let us know I forgot to um, say don't so, google it yeah uh, don't google it no <laughs> My, uh, Crossroads a minor road separated by a major road it can be to- controlled again give way stop signs set of traffic lights uh, Crossroads in the UK are, are shrouded in mystery for 99% of people who, who goes first who is right of way? It is a recipe for traffic incidents. Yeah, an unmarked crossroads is just like oh, hey, what the oh, it's a free for all. Yeah, free for all. You know. Um, so let's clarify. If you are on the major road, then you have priority over people waiting to turn onto the main road. Yep, makes sense. If you're yeah, if you're turning off the main road and another vehicle on the opposite side is turning to the opposite road, then you can align on the near side, so on your side of the junction, in front of each other, or an offside to drive past the other vehicle and then turn behind them. This was the way uh, we were always told to do it, so you could see what was coming on the opposite side of the road, but nobody really crosses past. I, think, I don't think I've ever seen anybody cross, you know, cross past the car. And then go around the back of it, kind of thing. Aye, I was always taught. I was told that was the way to you, do it. You, dra- you drive past the vehicle that's turned. You, you, they're obviously turning left. You turn right. You drive past yeah. it, and that way you're indicating to turn. You mean, and you can see the whole road in front of you. Yes. But it's the amount of people that actually start their turn, and then the opposite driver starts their turn and inside. You, you're both blocking yeah. each other's vision. That's and do, the amount of people that do that, even when the road markings have said you have to do it oh, the other no. way. You know, because it, it, it's just anyway. So, uh, so. However, the highway code does state you do it either way now. Either way now, yeah. So, so I can't uh, even get mad at them. If you're turning left, you're going straight ahead at the crossroads. You have priority over traffic if you're in the main road. 
Yeah, from the road opposite if they're turning their right but never assume as sometimes they don't stop especially if you've been waiting for a while so try to get eye contact a big thing with the bike with anything people at junctions everything always try and get eye contact with the people so they know that you they've seen you yeah yep. and if they're not giving you eye contact have your escape route ready in your head Have just assume this person's going to pull out in front of you um, back when I was 18 and I was driving up a road this very thing happened to me driving up the road the car was turning right so you you just make the assumption that this person's going to wait for you to get past them and they cut right out in front of me. Yep. Turns out it was a German driver who just had got into right-hand turn as a safe turn and just went muscle memory, didn't think about it, just went, I'm turning right, I don't need to worry about looking for other traffic. That's how easy it is, you know, and especially Aye. when you're out in, out in country roads, you know, way more likely to be picking up people who are not used to driving on the left-hand side of the yep. road. Hire a car. You know, you know what it's like when you're driving yourself in the States or, or, or Europe or something? Aye, at times you've, you've got a massive really mind slip to get everything right, yep. you know. So um, it's dead easy to just make that, you know, just to go in, you know, have a wee brain fart and do that. And the very thing happened to me, wrote off a Vauxhall Nova way back in the day. Yeah, oh, I, I, don't so, brain, I don't brain fart anywhere. I'm at that age where it could turn into a brain shark, so... Exactly, yeah, so it's even mushy. Um, so, and you don't want that kind of follow-through, right? No, Absolutely no. not, no, exactly. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, if you're in the main road, you take a priority and, you know, well, turning left is priority over somebody turning right and crossing the road, not, but keep your, the bottom line is just keep your eyes open, yeah? If you're emerging right at the, cro at the crossroads onto the main road, then you have priority if they are turning their left or going straight ahead. Is that right? If you're imagining right at the crossroads, then traffic also sorry, then traffic from the road opposite have a priority. Yeah. Right is like right you can right at the bottom of the queue. If you're turning right. Aye. The way I think about it, right, is, is this is the way I think about it. If I'm having to cross a lane, right? Yeah. If, if I'm at a crossroads and there's a person on the other side and I'm on there and I'm having to cross a lane. Right, yep. then he's and he's if he's either joining traffic on the same side or he's going straight through, he's got priority, right? Because I'm obviously having to cross over a lane. If we're both crossing over a lane, then obviously we can pass on either side of each other safely, right? Yes, um, which is the easy yep. way to remember it. But yeah, that's it. So, how many people don't and know that or don't remember that or really just don't care? Yes. And aye, they don't. They, they just want to get where they're going. Yeah? Aye, and those people um, forget that to move away on a bike requires an awful lot of control and balance. Yes, and if they make you change your mind, that's nine times out of ten when somebody will drop a bike. Aye, totally. We've all done it or been close to doing it because aye, of that. Absolutely. Um, so now that we've made that uh, as clear as uh, a urine a urine sample for somebody with a bladder infection, <laughs> right? It's now now we've made it that clear. Right, <laughs> you know, cloudy as cloudy as piss, right? Oh, so danger points, <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, let's talk danger points for crossroads. Uh, okay. I mean, I'll go. Yep, go. I'll go. I've, number one has to be the people who think they've just got right away, regardless of like any rules of the road. Yes, Do you know I mean, no rules of the round, but rules of the road. Then we've got the confusion crew, as I call them, and that's yep. the people who. Uh, Confusion. Uh, drawing your eyes and going, yep. no, you go. No, have I go? Have you go? Have you, no, it's me. It's me. It's me. And the Norman Collier. Up, up, yep, up, up, yep. There's another person that only people of a certain age will know exactly who I'm talking about. Who's that? Norman Collier. Norman Collier. Remember the comedian that used to do it, and he's pretending his mic cut. 
Even you're too young for that, though. Aye, even I'm too young for that. Thanks. Um, the problem with the problem with the confusion crew is, is that eventually mm. just you're basically going to go, well, I'm going, and then you both that, and you both end up going, which is dangerous. Um, yep. The most dangerous one, though, uh, we think, is when two vehicles on the main road are both turning on the near side, and therefore the can't right. see what's yep. coming. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. rather than going in the back of each other and turning, they just don't see what's coming because they've gone, they've gone kind of. You know I mean, they went almost bumper to bumper and then turned. They blocked the road. They can't see what's coming, and they definitely can't see bikes coming because we are that small. And they've just blocked the whole. They blocked the rain view. That's yeah. just, and that's where we need to pay attention as bikers and just say, "Well, yeah. look at these two idiots. I'll just back off." You know what I mean? I, I don't trust this to happen. Yeah, have your escape route planned. Exactly. Now think about it. A crossroads really is just two T junctions, so it still has all the. You mean yes. the, the the foibles, the foibles, um, and the pitfalls of a of, of a T junction. Do you mean like understeering, crossing over your lane, all that good stuff? You mean your indicators, non indicators? It's it's got everything to get all the hazards now. The one thing that I find we've talked about the we've talked about the US. You mean a few times we've talked about it there. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's one thing I do like about the US when it comes to crossroads and things like that. Yeah, totally agree with you. Totally agree. The with stop you. sign, yeah. whoever, and they're all stop signs. Whoever arri- arrives first has right away. And I love. I, I, I know. I thought when I first seen that, I thought that's just. Um, and I think classic British took over and went. Well, that's just silly. There's no structure to that at all. However, what if you arrive exactly at the same time? You know. Aye. However, nobody arrives exactly. It works. The same. It, it really works. does work. Once once you get your head around it and you drive in the states, you get to cross. Totally. Oh. that. And the other thing I like about the states is. is at certain lights, right? You get there on the red. If you're merging with the flowing traffic, you can just turn go. On, turn right on red. <gasps> That's amazing. That would that yeah. would speed up my life. Do you know what I mean? Totally. Both totally. work remarkably well. You know what I mean? Yeah. But we don't have it here. Instead, yeah. we've got you go, no, you go, no, you go, no, I'll go. And by that Boom. point, somebody's pulled up and went uh, side to side and blocked the hill road, and it's just chaos. So, that's some of the foibles, foibles, yes. some of the foibles of, foibles. Uh, of a crossroads. Let's talk danger zone points. Yeah, I'm going to stick with eight for that one as well. <sighs> and I, the reason I'm sticking with eight rather than going any higher is. Mm-hmm. You are coming to a crossroads, so it does automatically make you that wee more aware. Aye. I don't know, I'm torn with this one, because I'm kind of thinking it, it should be, in theory, it should be a seven, because it's just two T-junctions. I can't mm-hmm. make it 14, because it's two T-junctions, because you only pull up to one. But it is a, it, you know I mean? But they tend to be on bigger roads. Do you know what I mean? I, I, well, no, actually, no, that's not true. Because you do get the unmarked ones where no one's got right away and it is a free for all. Yeah. You know get away to the right, get away to the right. So, ah, you're probably right. I, 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 I was thinking seven, but when I start to think about the unmarked ones, and you know what I mean, then I'm thinking, aye, yeah. aye, it's probably. It's, those it's ones the hesitation. The, the, the thing that keeps me up that we had is the hesitation. You know, the hesitation blues that people are doing. When aye, and doing again, people, people people crossing on the near side. 
you mean not yes. that's a both, pity that's a huge one especially for a bike passing by aye you know? they're just blocking the whole view and that could be somebody in a push bike or anything and they just they go well can I see I'll just chance it and it's like yeah, no yeah. don't just chance it you know what I mean mm-hmm. aye eight I'll go eight yeah. that's fair enough right god that's, right. that's like three or four different junctions and they're all sevens and eights <laughs> I think all we're really pointing out is the that... The world's a death trap! <laughs> Basically, I keep your bloody eyes on. Uh, next we have uh, junctions, or as we call them, stagger junctions. That was my best attempt at trying to audibly create the word junctions, staggering. Pissed junctions. Aye, so a kind of wobbly junction, yeah. A stagger junctions, minor roads join the major road, both on the right and the left, but unlike a crossroads, the minor roads do not join the major road directly opposite each other. And a slightly offset, hence the name. So you're kind of having to go on a kind of S road. If you want to cross that main road, you're kind of you're going along that main carriageway for a, for a few meters before you're then turning into the next. Aye, the road the road across the way. So if you're riding the major road, look for advance warning signs of junction. Usually there's a sign up showing you a stagger junction. You know, with a kind of Aye, the big the black arrow, a wee a wee knobbly bit at the bottom, a wee knobbly bit slightly further up. I don't know. Yep. Why, I don't know why I was doing Madonna's Vogue there. Because so, uh, that's it's like, it's like the Vogue sign. It's not a road sign. It's a Vogue sign. Yeah. If you're riding on the minor roads and intend to cross one minor road to the other, you emerge from one minor road into the centre of the road when it's safe to do so. So you're hitting a T-junction and then you're very quickly then hitting another T-junction, but as a major road user. Aye, that's the Aye. thing. It's, you're going via a minor road to a major road to a minor road. That's yeah, like, so, it's, so, it's, so it's minor road T-junction user to major road T-junction user and then away you go, right? So it's confusing, yeah? Uh, the junctions may be unmarked, right, with no road markings. You might be coming from like a single lane, you know, like oh, a single, single lane node road. to a... To a, a dub, you know, to a normal carriageway, and then, or you might be coming from like a normal carriageway to a dual carriageway, and you're <gasps> going to be crossing two things of traffic. So, we'll, um, I'm sure we'll have lots of uh, examples of that. People will be thinking about and just keeping their eyes open. Um, very, very common uh, in rural areas, I think, and residential areas. Quite common for these kind of, and uh, I think especially may not be like bad accidents as such, but there's a lot of. Um, kind of new build schemes and things where you've got all these kind of wee duking out and duking in roads to get from you know A to B or to get around the corner shop whatever it is so it's, it, there's a lot of them about there you probably don't even think about them until you, you, you meet one and then you go that's a stag oh, of course that's a stag junction right MD, MD listening for the MD listening for the, the west coast of Scotland area um, Cross House near Kilmarnock has got one oh. slap bang in the middle Right. Yes. I and, know it's, exactly and, and, and it joins two little cracking back roads, right? But you mean whatever side you're coming from, you have to do a stagger junction. And on one hand it has um traffic lights, so folks speed through it to try and beat the traffic lights, right? Yep. And then you're literally just then there's the next junction. Um and then coming the other way, um it's fairly visible, but there's just tons of parked cars because, well, it's a little village, do you know what I mean? And that one's just, and it's so quick. It's literally turned on. It's it's so, so quick. Mm. And the amount of time, and this is probably one of the biggest things, I think, with staggered junctions. If they're really tight like that, it's the indicating because a lot of people might think they put it on and they haven't put it on and all this kind of stuff. And then all of a sudden you're coming, even if you're on the major road and you're coming through that way, and you're thinking, mm-hmm. is that car parked? 
because it's just sitting there. It's not indicating. He actually might be waiting to turn. He's just his indicators clicked off that quick because Aye, he's the, the yeah. shape of it. No, totally. It's 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 basically so many hazards happening one after the other. Boom, boom, boom. You know, Aye, and it's you're, total you're, concentration. You're, you're, yeah, you have you put your indicator on, and you know what it's like in a bike. Some bikes have get you easy to turn your indicators left, right, and centre, and others aren't. Mm-hmm. Your hand size and all that make it different and difficult. You left, know? right, and centre. Uh, have you got a centre uh, indicator? No, your hand size centre, whatever. <laughs> anyway, stop <laughs> winding up. So, uh, <laughs> um, you know, I mean, I find finding finding the indicator on my Triumph dead easy, but I find finding the indicator on that Harley Sportster tricky. It's a bit lower down, As we and not, you know, and you, you, you're kind of stretching across. So there are times when I just go, oh, no bother indicating. Do you know what I mean? Because it's just, it's another thing to try and think of and find while you're trying to deal with a crossroads. Do you know what I mean? I know, I know you're shaking your head and I know you're saying, Ian, that is the worst thing you can ever admit to, to anyone else. But hey-ho, it's what I do. Danger it's points. how I live my life sometimes. And, you know, um, so yeah, so I hate them. I hate stagger junctions because there's also then you add in the hesitation of people because yes. they've got to turn right cross a lane you think they're about to go so you jump into the, the road to then cross over and they don't go and all of a sudden you're stuck in the middle of that because, yeah it's, I, I, I'm yeah I points am, let's, let's go to points and people don't look they don't, you mean, they don't people don't look that far ahead oh, not all people you know I mean but a lot of people don't look that far ahead yeah. and stagger junction what's coming left what's coming right what's coming out of the junction it's just now, crazy because you know aye. Aye. You know I mean there's just loads in it for me it's probably I'm going to say a 7 and that's only because they are a bit more fewer and far between than normal T junctions yeah 7's seven's a good shout I think um, you're right they tend to be in quieter bits aye. of roads but I, I think the only th- the only argument I probably got to that, and you brought it up, was if you're having to pull out a one on like a dual carriageway that's then got a kind of slip road thing on it that you've got to yes. weave across. But even at that, you then kind of go across into a wee slip road, so you're a bit protected. You're not yeah. pulling right mm-hmm. on I mean, mm-hmm. you mean so that I, and again. Yeah, it's, you're, you're- I think you're relying on the other people moving off. You know, if it's a, if, there's, if there's not other cars waiting to Aye. in the middle of the road, then it's maybe not too bad. Seven or eight for me, I think maybe I'll maybe go eight on the basis. There's quite a lot round near where I am. Yeah, you know, so they're a pain in the backside. So I'm I'm really really careful on them because there's also a lot of people that just flee about like idiots. You know what I mean? Flee about so, idiots. Flee about idiots in their cars, no caring about anything. You know, I've that's a, a fair few, point. That's a fair point. You know, Right, okay. let, let's cover the seven last... Half. Let's, seven and a half. Seven and a half. Seven and a half. Seven and a half. Let's cover the last junction, right? And these yes. are junctions on bends. So these which, take a, which have always got, like, great wee road signs because they always look like rude wee men leaning no, over and pointing over. Aye. Yeah, yeah, aye. Almost, I went, went um, base there, didn't I? I went schoolboy. Aye, yes. it almost looks like something that somebody's going to whip out on embarrassing bodies. Exactly. Um, junctions and bends are, I mean, they do require a little bit of extra. Now you get it, didn't you? You just seen right. that there and went, oh, I got it. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's Uncle Ben's. Do you know what I mean? Uh, or something you buy for your love, honey. Aye. Well, aye. Once or buy, love, honey. Aye. Hey, so, we haven't mentioned them in a while. They probably fell out with um, so on junctions on bends, you, vehicles emerging from a minor road onto a major road. Okay, um, they can do it with a little warning um, due to the actual bend. Uh, also, look well ahead in advance for signs that there's a, a 
a, a junction um, on a bend because you really want to slow down, take a bit of caution, move a wee bit more to the left just to give yourself that wee bit of extra protection. These junctions are particularly hazardous when turning right from a major road onto the minor road as well. And again, especially if the... Um, well, depending on how the severity of the bend, you know what I mean, can then completely limit your vision. Um, it's just one of those ones. Really need to be quite careful on. Um, when emerging from a junction or a bend, it's it's odd into vision. It really is. It depends on, is there a big tree there? Is it thinging out the way? Right. Is it, you know what I mean? There's, there's a particular junction, um, you'll know, at, at Quarriers, you know, if you're coming out of my village. Oh, aye. And, it's, and there's Quarriers. So this is a junction on a bend, coming up a hill, where the main road is also coming up a hill. So, um, you aye. know, it's like, so it's if like you're a... coming out that junction, not only you you try to turn right or turn left, you try to do it while doing a hill start um, yep. on a junction that's on a bend on a national speed limit road. Aye. That is just, I hate that junction for that very reason that there's just so much happening that you've got to, the control you need in your bike just to pull away from that. Aye. With aye. Very it's, little, aye it's an art. Very it's, it's a total warning, skill. Yeah. Aye. Aye. Yeah. It's, um, like every other junction, again, watch for the corner cutters and the non indicators and all the usual bam mm-hmm. pots you get with, with junctions. But that, that's a real example of using your ears as much as you use your eyes. You know, aye. and actually, and and things like when it's getting a bit darker, you know, you're, you're looking for tri- you're looking for car lights, you're looking for all these things that yep. that maybe sometimes you f- you forget. And actually, another great way of indicating that's a good shout. Actually, mm. I, I, you mean just to use what uh, use all your senses if you can. Yeah, Do mm. you know what I mean, so aye, very good. Um, junction on bend danger point. Danger point. Seven, seven. I think they, they, I think quite a lot of people tend to, to try try no designing if they can. It tends to be more country roads, more kind of older. You're stuck with kind of roads. Probably used to be old farm tracks. Those kind of things that have then become aye. roads and based into villages and stuff like that. I think. So, yeah. I am. And we you. I'm probably up a bit. I'm thinking it's an eight. Mm-hmm. Purely okay. because there is probably less or more or less of them. Um, yeah. And they're trying to, they obviously try to improve them where they can. You know I mean, I've seen some of them with big mirrors across the road, so you can yes. actually get a better vision of when you mean what's coming and all that kind of stuff. So they are right. trying to improve it, but mm-hmm. again, it's one of those ones. It's just, I mean, they tend to be on national speed limits as well, unless right. obviously you're in Surrey County, in which case, very shortly they'll be on twenty mile an hour, so right. you'll be able to pull out and bother. Um, you'll have yeah. bags of time. And I think another key thing, probably, there are a lot of country roads, and a lot of country roads have bushes and trees and things lining the side of them, which obscure the road signs. Get yep. no cut back because there's no, there's no, you know. So you, so you've got to really be on the ball and make sure because you, you, you might miss those warning signs. Absolutely. As well. yeah. Right. There you go. Junctions done. What's okay. next? Next up, we have the roundabouts. Magic roundabout, chin. Very poorly attempted, but there we go, you know. Um, anyway, so as, as we'll, we'll everyone we'll copyright for that one. I know. Um, <laughs> there's no way any algorithm could pick that up and be the right tune. <laughs> there you know. Um, now, where do we start with this one, Zebedee? Eh? Oh, yeah. Well, um, we're 
ignoring the giveaways, random lane changes, or stopping or blocking the entries and exits, you could probably do a whole rant on an episode of roundabouts. Aye, yeah? absolutely. So many types. We've got many roundabouts. We've got large roundabouts. We've got traffic light roundabouts. We've got the double roundabout, you know. Um, I think there's probably a trip roundabout somewhere that, that that's destroyed people's will to live. Do you know what I mean? Probably. There's probably, there's probably roundabouts out there that people have been on for years and they've never quite managed to get off them. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> they great... breaking yeah. the space-time continuum. Exactly. There's, there's a great episode of Doctor Who where everybody just lives in their cars because they're stuck. That's right. Um, on a, on a, aye. On, on a mo- people, well, so. Aye. aye. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> so let's just, let's just like take it easy now. Just take a chill pill. Let's remain calm. Let's go for a bit of zen. And let's have a look at the dangers of each types of roundabouts. Yeah. Yeah, man. Okay. So one of the worst ones must be the dreaded mini roundabout or the let's just drive over the top of it roundabout. Aye. Aye. <laughs> roundabout. Somebody spelled uh, paint roundabout. Exactly. There's a few issues that make this mini a hazard. Firstly, being people who don't treat it like a roundabout and just drive over it, wrong side of it, up over the top of it, uh, they don't even slow down. They don't even notice it's, they're coming up to a roundabout. Yeah. This is breaking the law. These people have zero consideration for anyone else on the road. This simple as that. You're breaking the law. You have you haven't paid attention to the road signs. They're usually pretty well signposted many roundabouts because they are such a pain in the backside and nobody cares. The the one at the top of our like, main road as you come into mm-hmm. our, our Aye. turn. I mean it's just folk just don't even I mean folk coming for the you I mean folk, folk going straight through it? You know I mean because it's it's got a weird, it, it sits slightly to the left, so you actually have to yeah. slow down to go around it. Just go up, <clears throat> up the wrong side of the road because it's just mm-hmm. quicker. You going? I know. No, uh, just don't do that. Yeah, and because they're small, and because usually you can see what else is coming, folk just think they can just get away with it. The other one, the about the minute is the giveaway confusion. So many times have you approached a minute and there's a stalemate on who goes first. Oh. Uh, you know that good again. It's no different by a bigger end of it. You give away to the right, yeah. Uh, you think because it's a shorter distance um, that you're so close it throws people off. I don't know, but it's simple. Give away to the right. Give away to the right. Aye, give people the right. people Sorry. panic when there's a. You mean? But you do get that. You, you can't get that whole kind of everybody's approached it running at the same time. You know, and we're all kind of there running. Who's who's right? You know, because the guy at your left thinks you're the guy to the right, and the guy at your right thinks the guy at the left are you. Is the guy that's right to them. So they're especially like a three prong, and they can cause a lot of confusion. And and you do get that ah, if it, I'm just going to go for it, person. You know what I mean, yeah. So, um, uh, on the flip side of this, there are people who just don't care whether they're first or not. They just go for it. You know, um, they, <laughs> cyclists. Yeah, cyclists. Thank you, <clears throat> mammals. Yeah, um, or because they miss the fact there's a mini roundabout and they're not paying attention, which is really common. It's actually yeah. really common. There's a there's a bit um, near. Uh, um, I used to I used to used to live in Scotland, Jordan Hill, neck of the woods, right? And there's a double roundabout at Victoria Park, which people just drive through. They just treat it like a a wee small slalom course, and that's I think it's like boom, 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 and away they go. Right? It just you, you know, if you if you're coming up with someone else, I just slow right down and go. Oh, I'm just going to watch this person. I'm not going to be, you know, yeah. because it's just they just that's what they do. Yeah. Um. Eh, so yeah, it's just oh, 
Uh, they, they don't care, yeah, they just they just go for it, you know. Uh, there's the non-indicators, people that don't actually use the flashing lights, you know, that typical, that great line you make when you see somebody going by and go, my goodness me, that's a 2018 car, and they bought the one that doesn't have the indicators as standard. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, Ops, no extra. They'll pay extra for that, you know, that's not a zero bike, you know. So, um, if you, for all the people that are saying yes, but if you just assume if you just take your time and be patient, yeah, we agree, because I've just, basically, you've sometimes got to do that, but it's the other people in the road that don't then, they then get frustrated and make stupid decisions, and that's one of the reasons you can feel your tests have been too hesitant. It's not that you're going to cause an accident, it's not going to you crash, but you're going to cause somebody else to crash. Aye. I mean, if you're hesitant on a stagger junction, somebody's going to end the back of you. Aye, totally. It's as simple as that, you know. Um, and then we've got the blocked or impaired vision from the right, so and that doesn't mean that you've got you, you know you just talk about a pirate and you pop your eye patch on <laughs> Arr, you know uh, I mean it's like a building a tall hedge blocking your view or sometimes there's maybe like a van that's pulled up to your right to your side or Aye, something like that or park and, you mean park less than less than on the roundabout junction yeah. yeah it's always an issue you always got to get, give you know given all the potential hazard and it's it's not being able to see is very hazardous especially for motorcycles and that coming up you know and sometimes it's even something stupid especially I'm in a bit of pedestrians waiting to cross they actually can get in your Aye. vision because Aye. many roundabouts tend to be in weird shaped junctions oh, it's, the totally. only can, it's the only way they can get round that you know that way you know yep. especially like a double minute roundabout where you've actually got like five different exits across the two roundabouts oh the one is you commute a gala hill onto Hawkhead Road in Paisley Aye. oh you know I mean? it's, Aye. It's, Aye. totally it's, absolutely it's Get about four, it's get one, two, it's get two, three different turn, three different exits in that one, and then you're straight into the next one, and then it's get three off of that one as well. Right. The first one you can't see what's coming, like out for the left because there's the building there. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You can't see, you get into the next one, and you can't see what's coming out of two junctions because yep. one's got again a big hedge at it, and the other one's actually downhill. So, yeah, oh, right. yes. and they're badly painted. Yeah, and that's the, the, that's the, it's the ones that I mean there's one in Dunlop if you go through Dunlop there's a mini roundabout in Dunlop and I kid you not it's like somebody's just taking a brush and went ugh hell day do you know what I mean? and folk just don't realise because they don't see the sign saying it's a mini roundabout they just go no. you know I mean they look the the folk don't look at the, don't look at signs especially the things that signs like uh, left hand lane for going forward right hand lane for turning right you know what I mean aye the amount of folk they don't see that or just go, you know sitting for all aye totally uh, so mini roundabouts danger zone points I'm not going to go as high as some of those junctions though because whilst they are a pain in the backside and there's lots of things most people do slow down at them so they're not as uh, there's, only, there's a very there's a there's a small percentage that are probably dangerous through yeah. either vision or they're just not Pure painted enough jar. and folk don't oh. read the same. I'm going to go probably. six for many endabouts uh, aye okay I'll give you that aye six yeah. or seven nice I'm going to go yep. six and a half okay so let's, I, let's, let's just Take a minute roundabout, give some steroids. What have we got? Uh, we've got a standard roundabout, good old fashioned yes. standard roundabout. Now, if we assume, right, and this is a big assume, mm-hmm. um, a one lane roundabout, okay, let's just think one lane roundabout, so it's not got multiple lanes in it, right? Yeah. Um, then, it's not it's stupid, it's not like the big roundabout's done in here. No. Which I've got the, the lanes that show you oh, where to go and tell you which lane it's But they're not in. bad because then at least you know. Yeah. Or again, you're making that assumption. If that person's in a, a lane that only goes right 
Right, it only goes left. They're going left. Mm. Yeah. So, but let's look at a standard roundabout with one lane, right? Again, there's probably no too many differences from that and a mini roundabout, mm-hmm. other than the fact that you're reducing the risk, right? Yeah. Um, because obviously you get a bit more time and all that kind of stuff. So, who have we got? The non-yielders, right? Or the people that don't have any interest in giving way. Those who don't see it, choose to ignore it. Don't you yep. know what the highway code is? Um, mm-hmm. No much you can do there. Um, at least on a mini roundabout. On a bigger roundabout, you get a bit more time to react. And that's yes. the difference, okay? Um, you still get the people that go, oh man, the cares are optional. I don't want to pay. They, mm-hmm. I don't want to buy an Audi for them. Um, and again, you mean these people try to save electricity and current climate? Fair play. Um, you've, but get, again, you've got the over indicators. You get the over indicators, aye, aye, aye. We're going straight ahead, but it's signalling right. Yes, idiots. Um, but again, because of the size of the roundabouts, you tend to have a bit more time, so that's quite good. Um, and obviously, they're much bigger, so everybody sees them, so they actually slow down. Now, if a standard one lane roundabout actually Disney and it has more than one lane, that's a whole new world of hazards, right? Because that mm. obviously you still got some of the problems that you have with a normal mini yeah. or a one lane roundabout, but you've then got the wrong laners. So these are the people that don't understand the highway code, right? Or what lane to be in, depending on their exit. And yes, God, some don't even know what exit they're actually taking. Right, because they've no read the road signs because <clears throat> they've not went, oh, it's a roundabout, and totally panicked. Then there are the people who are just trying to beat somebody else, right? Because they've been stuck behind somebody lane. slow, aye. aye, and they go, yep. "Well, I'm going. I'm I'm taking the third exit. I should be in the right hand lane, but I'm going to take the left hand lane because I can go quicker than that running, but to beat them, come on now, people." Yes. Um. Now, either of these bandits, I mean, either of, the, either of these types can cause an accident, um, especially... And, and, and quite often will cause an accident that they're not involved in. Aye, absolutely. They fly off. Aye. Somebody swerved to avoid them because they thought they were pulling off at the right way. Yep. They've hit scalp somebody else and all of a sudden and they're Aye. away into the, into the ether going, ah, don't know, totally. even know it's a thing. If you're pulling out on a runabout and one of these banditos is out there, it's a Russian roulette. You've just no chance. Do you know I mean? It's literally just, you know I mean, you can make all the best assumptions in the world, but if one yep. of these idiots is out there, you, you mean, you're, you're just gambling. Um, again, some of them, if you add in traffic lights and all that to these runabouts, that can help, but it also has similar risks mm. involved because yep. people have muscle memory. You mean, yeah, yeah, especially totally, totally. because I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna chastise a particular group, um, but some people maybe don't come for somewhere that has runabouts with lights on it, or have got muscle memory because they remember driving the roads before they had lights on runabouts, Aye. and some folk just don't see them, and the mm-hmm. next thing they oh, totally. fly through. You know, when they go, oh, thanks for that. I see a lot of that, an awful lot of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, standard roundabout. Danger points. It's a five. I'm gonna. I, I was gonna say a four or a five because they, they do work in general. Aye. They do actually work. It's, a, it's most. A, you know. You aye. know. And <clears throat> you can. You got. See, because you get a bit more time, you can almost anticipate that wee bit better. Yes. If somebody's yep. been an idiot. You know what I mean. Yes. Or somebody's been a twat. That's the only way to describe some of the people. Stop being twats. Yeah. Right, but it's a f- personal favourite coming up. 
Oh, ones, oh, the one that we love, the one that we're going to wax lyrical about how it's such an yes. a perfect design, unflawed in every way. Mm-hmm. You know, every junction should be this way because it's just perfect. Will never be any confusion, never be any accidents with <laughs> the traffic light control roundabout. Now, if ever there was a blooming road design that wound us up more than any other, this is it. Aye. Um, you know, and you've got all the you've got all the same different things. You've got the impatient people. They'll honestly, the light was amber. No, it wasn't he, because I'm going through a green light as you still spin through. Aye. Um, and and, and I'm not being funny, and I'm not a traffic light expert, but I'm pretty sure when this one goes to red, that's when that one turns to red and amber. Do Aye, you mean? Exactly. And then yeah. green. That, no, ours doesn't go to green, but we'll use it still at amber. No. You know, no. No, that's not how it works. Uh, there's the nodders or. Uh, and I'm not saying they've fallen asleep. They've no nodded off at the wheel, but they just don't realise there's lights. Now, there's a particular roundabout St. James's you roundabout. Yourself right? And one of the things that, that frustrates me about the St. James's roundabout is a traffic light controlled roundabout, but not every exit is traffic light controlled. Oh, that's the pit start roundabout. Right? Yeah, exactly. I hate it, right? Anyway, so they just fly through, right? And and you can usually... If ever there was a roundabout fear, to confuse the shit out of people, it's St. James's roundabout. Because it looks simple. Stop. But then no they, go. Wait, wait, no, wait, wait, wait. But actually, I think over the last um in the last few while they've changed the road markings where you can ride on it, where you can't go, where you, you know what, what marking it, what lane it be in. They've repainted that and changed it so many times that people who have gone that roundabout for years and years and years still get the lanes confused. Especially you know? if you're doing the old if you're doing the top gun road to down to the airport. Right. If you've come off this, off the motorway right and you're coming up and you're wanting to go run like hang you're going, aye, you're going to go loosely straight ahead you've got to be in the right hand lane aye. because you're, if you're in the left hand lane you're, you're, you're back, back on, on the, the motorway you know what I mean and you're going completely the wrong way <clears throat> yeah that's that's another thing uh, uh, and that causes the lane jumpers you know aye. and what you get especially with St James is if a lot of folk go do not go from like the A727 to the M8 a lot of folk don't do that but but they do all want to go onto the St James's and maybe down to the, the airport road or down to Paisley yep. so it usually gives a right backlog on the, the right hand lane yep. uh, at, at busy times a lot of people go onto the left hand lane but should only send you into the M8 um, Aye, so just um, chant it and then, then go there and, 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 oh and, my and, god and, I'm and, in the wrong oh, lane and I totally I'm in the wrong lane oh whoops didn't know didn't know so you get and and Traffic controlled like roundabouts are perfect for that because if there's a particularly favoured, you know, route at certain times of the day, people would take advantage of the other lanes and then cut across. So lane Aye. jumpers hate them, absolutely hate them. Uh, and then of course there's your personal favourite, oh. which is the box junction parkers. So these are people that just don't know the highway code or the purpose of the box junction. For those that don't know what the box junction is, it's that big yellow crisscross box that you sh- should not sit in right or they do and they just don't care and I think that's the bottom line they do and they just don't care these people block roundabouts they cause congestion and the results and people are getting frustrated not for us in bikes we can filter through usually which is great but that frustration can in turn cause other road users to try stupid manoeuvres take their eyes off the road and like if we are filtering it just takes one guy who gets annoyed try and cut into the other lane and he's scalped you in the side of the bike do you know what I mean Aye. you've come off the bike bang 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 before you know it you're on the floor and ouch and do you know the reason why they pull into the box junction Right, I'm, and I haven't done a survey, honestly, but I'm going to say I'm going to take with 
relative confidence here. The reason they pull into a box junction on a roundabout, especially if it's got a traffic controlled light one night, is because they go, well, I'm not waiting for another set of lights. And if I did sit here and wait another set another set of lights changing, that guy that's coming there for the left, he's going to pull into a box junction and he will park in the box junction. So I'd be as well going. Aye, totally, you know I mean? yeah. So you're not bad at one another gear by. Aye, I hate, but I hate that. Absolutely hate it. Oh, yeah. I hate um, that. Yeah. There's, there's, there's one uh, up near uh, Johnson that's, that just doesn't head in anyway. But yeah, boxing and, and the, the, it, it, I guarantee it. I don't think anyone who's listening will not at some point be rem- totally frustrated. Yeah, um, enraged. Enraged, yeah, but, and and and, been, and also, let's be honest, there'll be people here who have done it themselves. You know, yes. Sometimes, and uh, sometimes you get the misjudgers who just think the traffic's moving, and all of a sudden it stops. Yep. And they're caught in a box junction, or there is a space, right? And the traffic starts to move, and then somebody that's in the ring lane pulls into their lane, and they've got to jam on the brakes, which means by that cut point in, you've moved cut in the space. It. Aye, and then aye, and then you're starting a box junction again. Anyway, so traffic light controlled roundabouts, danger zone points. For that, it's a again, it's, it's, it's a four or a five, four or a five, right? Because to be honest, um, I think it's only eight times you get the the box junction I, parkers, the lane jumpers, all the kind yeah. of things, and the light jumpers. They tend not to be around about the busy peak times. I, yeah, and if you times. if you just stick to your lanes, they're usually pretty well marked, you know. So if you stick to your lane, there's and, um, and on a then, bike, you've got a bit of an advantage where you I, can and you can filter through. through. So we're gonna, we can we can get out and always just have again have your wee escape route planned yep. for where you're going. Escape yeah. route, absolutely. Good uh, last up on the roundabouts is the poorly designed. What is the point? Double roundabout. Kind of touched on this wee bit with the mini roundabout, but anyway, it is a design brain fart for your local transport authority. Yeah. Whoever come up with that and thought, I know a way to keep the traffic flowing. We'll put in not one roundabout but two. Well, look at that one that's up at the Porsche now, the garage, right? It's not a double roundabout because you've then got that little stretch of road that's maybe 100 yards and then there's yes. the big roundabout of Hillington. Big times, that's just nuts. Imagine if those were closer together. I know. That would just but be even, even then, that, that's carnage. a great example of a traffic light roundabout with specific lanes you've got to be in, and nobody's ever in the right lane. Yes, nobody ha- follows the lane rounds, especially if you're coming off the M8 to go into Pali. just pick pick a lane and. Oh, aye. Aye, that's, aye. Uh, but that's partly doing to poor road marking as well. Aye. However, what I am going to say is, is seeing air, right when you come in for the top end of air to where mm-hmm. the station is. There's a double yes. roundabout there. It's the first ever double roundabout I had to drive around when I was driving. Aye. As a I know exactly, I know exactly. Right? I, know, I know that roundabout that so well. Roundabouts. Not, it's not roundabouts. It's roundabouts. Roundabouts. But that double roundabout there actually isn't that bad. And I don't know why. It works. I think probably, I would put it down to A, it's very well signposted. Marked the road marks as long yeah. as people are paying attention. If you know where you're going there, you can follow it around. And I think so if you're gone, if you're coming for the, if you're coming for the town centre, the town centre of here mm-hmm. onto that double roundabout and going left on yes. both, it's almost it's almost just you kind of on off. I, it's on, just a wee wee wee, wee, and you're wee, off, yeah. and then and it, it's only got then I think another two junctions. 
Do you mean so? Is for but that again is part of the reason that I'm looking at it and going, it's a sh- it's poorly designed. Why do you need two roundabouts when you've only got three exits? Just putting aye, aye, I, I, or putting I, an I, oblong I, down the yeah. roundabout. Yeah, just about bits, and you could put a nice a wee nice statue in the middle. It would probably be one of those horrible ones though that's kind of on a slope with an adverse camber at some point, you know. Oh, it could be that something like that they've done. But anyway. But that one so that one's kind of It's maybe because it goes over a bit over the chain lines and in the way that uh, it might be something to do with that. Aye, uh, maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe. And, and and it costs it would have cost too much to put a big one in. Yes. Could that that well really? Aye, because it's just kinda painted that it's not like Aye. Aye, good point. So, so if it, anyone does, it does kind of work though. You're right. It does kind of work. It does kind of work. But that I think one. again, it, it, it's probably not one that a lot of people that don't know it use. Whereas like your M H, your Hillingtons, all these kind of things, lots of people are maybe only going there once in a blue moon. Aye. You know, especially places like Hillington, but there's, you know, how often do you go to Hillington? But apart from us every week to go to Hillington for coffee, but, Aye. you know, but a lot of people will be going Should there once, once every couple of years to get a new fireplace or something, do you know what Aye. I mean? So, that's true. Yeah, exactly. So, um, probably more to do with that. So, so, if anyone doesn't know, right, and, and there's any, if anyone's in any doubt, right, this is a roundabout that's actually attached to another roundabout. So, if you exit in one roundabout, you're straight It's the Dolly Partner roundabouts. <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. We'll leave that just, there. Just to keep you abreast of the conversation. Hey! This has all the same dangers, obviously, of a main roundabout, but it's obviously, it's a doubler. And if it's got lights on it, then there's extra dangers and stuff like that. Again, yep. I think it depends on the amount of junctions and stuff that you've got coming off it. But again, the biggest single danger on a double roundabout is confusion. Right? Yes. People never having seen one before, don't quite <clears> know. Just, just take one roundabout and then take the next roundabout. It's mm. really easy. But it does have that, it's, it's riddled in mystery, all right? Um, road users try to process how this works, never seen it, getting anxious, getting wound up, all contributes to a massive lack of concentration. and uh, Hesitation, aye, all these things, yeah. Aye, and that's where you need to be dead and brown the biker. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. read people's minds to try and get an idea of where you're going and stuff like that. The saving grace is, is there's not loads of these out there. No. As far no. as I'm aware. You know what I mean? I know of... We can't really count Hillerton because it's got that kind of little stretch in between yeah. it, so it's not as bad. You've got time to kind of reset before the Aye. next one. And, and some, sometimes there are many roundabout, double roundabouts as well to get through awkward junctions. Aye, you know, like the, one, awkward, the one at Hawkhead Road. is one at Hawkhead Road is a pain. Is awkward. The one at the Victoria Park in, uh, in Glasgow is a yep. pain. There's the Maybury, double roundabout in Edinburgh, as you're coming off the Gyle. So oh, that's a so pain because you're coming off a big yep. traffic size roundabout in the Gyle to, Aye, to, to, within, to be, a, within about 20 yards hitting the maybe double thing. roundabout yep. whether you're going into town, Castorfin, whether you're going to Granton, whether you're going up and round to Leith, all these kind of things. Um, and it's and it's a busy, busy road. So that is a that is a that to me is probably quite a dangerous one just for bumps and scrapes. You know, you're never going fast through it because it's always so busy. But no, it's a definitely one for bumps and scrapes. Aye. And I would, I would actually just sit my patience in the bike when I'm doing that one because to try and filter through there, somebody, somebody's going to juke through and you double know, or something. Double, hey, hey lucky. Um, double roundabout danger points. Well, what do we say for the, the main roundabout? A four, so I'd go one up, five maybe. I'm thinking just due to their infrequency, I'm going to keep it at a four. Yeah, because it's not like 
I would even I would even hazard a three, three and a half. Yeah, you don't see I'll set, I'll set my five. No, I'm going to set my five because mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. There's not that many of them. No, but there's an awful lot to think about when you get to it. Aye. You know, maybe, you know, maybe three in terms of the the the, the number of times it would be dangerous for you, but five in terms of how dangerous it is when you get to it. Aye. All right. I'll stick with four. I'm sticking with the four okay. then. All right. Cool. cool. But that's just that's just junctions. There's, we've not even talked about obstacles, right? No. So we're not talking about road obstacles, other things legal, and I, I don't mean obstacles as in things that shouldn't be there. Actual road obstacles that are there, you know, and that could be another thing we talk about in terms of obstacles. Yeah. Yeah. So obstacles that are not there, like patches of diesel, you know, which I which I very fondly know about. <laughs> um, you know, absolutely. Um, but things talk like to like talk to me, tarmac. Up to my timeline, so uh, no things like blind summits, yeah, ma- ma- drain and manhole covers, tar banding, overpainted lines, cattle grids, <gasps> tram tracks, railway crossings, all these types of things, yeah. Let's, they haven't even touched on them yet. So let's go through those very, 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 very quickly. Quick very fire, quickly. quick fire danger points. Yes, blind summits. Blind summits. First of all, you've usually got a warning as a blind summit, yep. and then you're going which bits the blind summit, and then you go to the top and you go, Shh, "Oh, that was a blind summit." Aye, but you're not. But, but, yeah. but a lot, most yeah. of them are on nationals. Aye, they're on nationals. So you're just you're going super fast. So yep. you just got to be so aware of of what's going to be come up in that blind summit. Three. Usually attached to some sort of three, four, three, four. Right. Right. Drain and manhole covers. A five. Aye, aye, five or six, depending on if yeah, it's wet. Depends on weather conditions. Aye, weather conditions. Yeah. Aye, totally. And quite often, I mean, if they're on a bend, I'm going to go for a seven or eight because if you've got a, if you've got a back tire that just scalps a, a wet manhole cover, oof, as you're going in a corner. And do you know? Do you know what else? Actually, I'm actually going to say it's. I'm actually going to say it's more than that. I'm probably going to push it to a seven. Do you right, know why? Okay. Because a lot of roads are designed for cars and not bikes, and so these are put in stupid places. Aye. So I'm going to um, seven. Yeah. I'm pushing it up. Tar banding. <sighs> I'm going to probably see a seven. I'm going to see a seven as well. It's very. They are very slippery in the wet. Slippy, yeah. Grip. You're gripping. And again, the amount, the amount of roadworks that they've been doing over the last umpteen years, especially because yes. they've saved a fortune during COVID. They're now splashing it about like mm-hmm. Peter Stringfellow on a good night out. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's there's loads yeah. out there, yeah. and it's all done over, the cheap. Overpainted lines. Probably not. I'm going to go a three or a four, maybe. I'll say three Aye. because a they don't tend to be in your way. They take me at the side, Aye. you know. Um, if you, they take me at junctions where you're slowing down anyway, yep. So I'm going to go. go I'll go three. three. I'll go three. Yeah. Yep. Cattle grids. Again, it's you don't see them very often. No, you know? and I get that in the wet they can be a wee bit slippery and that, but you tend to yeah. see them coming. They're only in certain particular roads where you kind of almost assume that they're going to be there. Yeah. Probably Aye, four. three, three, right. three and a half, maybe. Uh, tram tracks tram tracks are horrible ah they are horrible just not that many of them anymore no. you know what I mean no so, Edinburgh so, I mean even in like maybe kind of 20 years ago there were bits of Partick and all that in Glasgow yep. where there were still tram tracks all that's been lifted now Aye. you know there's very few Edinburgh I don't ride the bike a lot in Edinburgh but maybe if you're listening from the east coast and you take your bike through Edinburgh now that we've got the new trams score it you know yeah you know, and yep. I know you're not on the tram lane themselves, but there's a lot of kind of shared spaces in terms of crossing the roads and all that kind of stuff. Aye. You know, although tram- I know they're in, 
there's a lot of discouragement of any kind of vehicles and in where the trams are other than business vehicles in Edinburgh. But right. yeah, I think, you know, they're annoying enough when I've taken the car into Edinburgh. So I'm going to I see can three. imagine two wheels. I'm going to see but three. yeah, there's just so few of them. There's just so few right. of them. Just like, maybe if you're in Manchester or something like Edinburgh, those kind of places where they've got trams yep. and you're still taking your bike through city centre and stuff, and you might, I think they're more of a risk to push bikes, mammals. You know, because if, if they cross, physically the getting the yeah. wheel stuck Stopped. in the, the thing, you know what I mean? Uh, cool. Uh, railway crossings. It's a two at best. Two, uh, probably, Again, depending yeah. on the cre- depending on the crossing, but most of them are. Well, bad. If, you, if you try and cross it where the lights are flashing, maybe we we'll go up to a ten. Aye, but that's, so, I mean, that's not the ra- that's not the railway crossing's fault that you're stupid. No, that's the Wallopers fault. I think the I'm saying two only because there's probably some unmarked ones out there. That only really control the country ones, yeah, aye. that are just kind of slow again, down, keep your eye out, and then go kind of thing. Which yeah. again, probably. But usually they've been. got that. Usually they've got a decent bit of concrete over the top. You follow it. There's a couple aye, of bumps over no, the tracks, but there's no. And you're going up. You're going uh, opposite for the, the actual direction of the tracks, so it's probably less as opposed to maybe if you were like tram lines of your own. If you maybe had a stain. Totally, yeah, either, I think it's fair enough. Yeah, absolutely. Two. Yeah. And there's probably loads of other things out there that we just haven't talked about, haven't thought about. Because uh, it is one of those ones when you start to look at it, you go, oh my God, there's that and there's that and there's that. And it's, do you mean, it's one of the ones. It's just. I, I think I think the key thing is that when we're talking about junctions, and this is, this, is, this is how I see it, all our junction talk, right? All the stuff where you. Any, there's so many Talk things about. that can obscure. We're, we're, we're sevens, we're eights, you know, six, sevens, eights. We're up there, pretty high numbers in terms of risk, which I think just reminds you as a motorcyclist how much more vulnerable you are in any point of the road. Aye. At no point did we take a junction then put it down below a five. Sixes, sevens, eights, you know, and depending on the scenarios, you could you could be going up to almost a ten, poor weather and all these kind of things in a Y junction when there's a, when there's a, a, a tractor turning right in front of you can I see aye or even okay. like, and again like season's another one because if mm. you're hitting a Y junction that's maybe on a hill or on a odd camber and there's a lot of tractors going down there at that time a year aye slurrying all in the roads and gunk exactly and yep. it, it, it can all become a bit treacherous yes don't get me wrong, it wouldn't yeah. put me off riding, but you know what I mean? No, no, absolutely not. Just, you just got to be careful. It, it, it just reminds down. everyone how much, you know, especially when new riders, especially when new riders, if they're listening, eh, and it's a kind of thing I kind of hammer home to John is about, about how vulnerable you are. You cannot actually let your concentration slip up to the level that you can let it slip up in a car. No, no, you can't. No. You, not once. You know how sometimes you drive your car and you get no, to sudden, that. Aye. You get to that end destination. And you go. I don't remember a single thing about that journey. Mm. Never ever had that in the bike. Never no, had that in the bike. You know I mean, because yeah. you're constantly looking about for the folk that'll try and kill you. Yes, and on that chain, you know. What? <laughs> Yeah, and that's cheery note. Um, that's that's our junction chat. Yeah, so I think we've agreed that um, that in terms of being on a bike, any kind of junction is is a risk. So it's, it's, it's a risk that you really have to, you know, have your kind of head screwed on for. Cars can nip out of junctions uh, without thinking about it, and car drivers don't see them as big a risk because Aye. they're surrounded by a big mailbox. And and know? by the same token, don't take unnecessary stupid risks. Aye. Exactly. You know I mean? You're better to hold off a wee second than that's 
stagger junction until that person in the middle of the road goes before you even attempt it. Aye, if in, if in, if in doubt, slow down, move out. Yeah, aye. just you know I mean, if in doubt, wait it out. There we go. God, you're informing out with the rhyming. That's, what can I say? Writing a you book. Know? You're writing a poetry book. You're writing sonnets. Well, there once was a man from Nantucket. No, sorry. No. <laughs> I said, I <laughs> moving on. Moving on. There we go. So, the, so there's a ramblings for junctions. Yeah. Absolutely. Junctions, roundabouts, and everything else. They just really annoyed us in the road. Which did yeah. turn into a little bit. We knew it was going to be a bit soapboxy because there are a lot of things out there that we just that wind us up. And you're probably the same. If you're listening to this and there's stuff that winds you up that maybe we've missed. Please yep. call it out because we love nothing more than a good rant. Um, but yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, and hopefully, we won't, um, for our next one, we won't be so long and no. getting all this done. No. Things should no. be getting back to a bit more normality. Hopefully, we've, yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> we've got our, um, our motorcycle live one. We'll try and do a yeah, fair think, bit of recording from there. Should yeah, be cool. I think we'll, video and stuff as well. I think we try and get one out. We'll, we'll definitely get one out before motorcycle live because it's like the end of November. We'll probably yep. get, I think we should tr- we'll probably get, try and get a couple out before then, and then we'll maybe capture some stuff when we're done there. We'll have maybe a chat with T, uh, chat with um, the guys who's done the Nico when we're there. Yeah, who knows what influencers are there? Uh, we'll have a, we'll there. have a bike of the year episode yeah there's you know, probably, there's probably might, a might be nice to get a couple of, couple of guests on for that maybe Ooh. Como and Teal coming back in for a wee bike of the year chat or something might be nice that's not bad we'll shout reach out to them aye you know it'd be good Colin Teal if you're listening right, start okay. researching yeah, you, like. you shouldn't yeah. need research you just be able to go through the back catalogue of the average bikers in the cave podcast for this year and have yeah, known all about the bikes but then there is some we haven't talked about I mean um, even just in the last few weeks there's a new arc bike there's a new bruff bike there's loads of other bikes out there we just mm. didn't have the time to go through absolutely yeah. everything it's just way too much way too much I mean but if, you, but if you listen to one from last year you'll get a sense of the the categories that we're going to discuss. Aye. You know, Aye. we'll keep it in that same format. We will keep it in that best, best, best. I'll need to go back through that podcast and get the categories out again because it was like a year ago. Oh, did, did, did you guess my subtle prompt there? Did you? Did you? <laughs> Aye. I'll just dig out. I'm pretty sure there's some handwritten notes and some toilet rolls somewhere. So Absolutely. I'll yeah. dig that out. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Toilet, right now, notes and toilet rolls quite appropriately, isn't it? Let me spout. So, hey, I'll get it up. Thank you, thank you. Anyway, so we have moved away from the danger roads, danger zone. Exactly. Um, but I think uh, we yeah, change, so change that button for next time. I think we've had our money's worth out of that button. Aye, let's let's and move I will find a different button. I'm not saying what the button find. is. I'll just find a different button, right? right. That is suitable for use. If, you find, if anyone, if anyone can think of something um, fun to put on the buttons, let us know. Contact us on the, on the socials. Yep. <laughs> a Roy Kent button. I need a Roy Kent button. Oh, Aye. No. Aye. no. 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 Yeah. Uh, see, he's going to be playing Hercules in Marvel. I did. I, 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 I was like, saw the, obviously waited for the end bit and then went, no, I can't. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just went and go, no. Please, my please, face please, please tell job. me that, that Marvel get him to go, I am Hercules. No! That'd be funny, isn't it? <laughs> you bunch of pricks. Anyway, that is it for episode 26. Ooh. God, 26. Wow. 
that's I mean again it's no like episode 100 is you mean our, our friend of the show Bruce has done his, his 100th episode but we'll catch him up we will catch him up we will absolutely I mean, we we're having to do full time jobs he's doing this and as his full time job yeah. so he's getting more yeah. time if you're listening Bruce we're only joking uh, thanks for listening again to the ramblings of us a couple of average bikers this week and every week in supporting of every episode that we do again any ideas that you want us to then please drop us in and uh, we hope that today's episode has sponsored you to or spon- not sponsored inspired you That's to either go and buy a bike or just get, the junctions. get out there on your bike and watch <laughs> yeah. it for the nutters out there yeah. watch it for the nutters um, but remember these are just the opinions of a group of average bikers um, if you have anything you want us to talk about just get in touch yeah please a massive thank you again from all of us here if you've enjoyed it please like share and more importantly subscribe if you want to get in touch especially if this is your first time listening to the average bikers in a cave podcast oh. hit that subscribe button you know we've got a great we've got another 25 back catalogs if you if it's worth it just find the one just find the one about the you know the difficult setting down if, if you if you've <laughs> If you can't not all, just find the difficult setting album on, just just to keep you going, yeah. If you're feeling a bit low or a bit down, um, then just you know find that one. What was that number twenty three or twenty two or something? Like that? Uh, anyway, it's one of them. Uh, num- number one or number two was it? I don't hey. know. Was it? Hey. Anyway, so if you do want to get in touch though, please, uh, with questions, possible big question, then please email us at averagebikersinacave at outlook.com or get in touch via our Facebook page or our Instagram. We still haven't, we're still not on TikTok yet. Yeah, um, no. But, uh, no, no, we should not be. Yet. We should. We should be, really, but yeah, there we go. So we will see you in the next episode. Wait, 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 so, wait, 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 wait. So just before, just before. Just before you close it out, yeah, I've I've worked out our next button is going to be. Oh, it's what just, is it? And it's again, it's Ted Lasso, Ted Lasso related. Brilliant. What do we always do at the end of the show? Oh, diamond, diamond dogs. dogs, diamond dogs. That's it. We've got it. <laughs> we've got our, we've got our next button. However, please do give suggestions for buttons for previous yes. for further for future we'll get, podcasts. We've we'll we'll got blank but, you spaces know, in the button board. You know, we, we could introduce the uh, button of the week. Button of the, of the week. We should do that. I could do the harmony. Couldn't we I should. It? Button of the week. <laughs> By the way, that's a thing. That yeah. is going to be a thing. We need to do button of the week. Button of the week is happening. Button of the week, button is, of happening. The week is happening. MD, uh, MD, uh, you, you know the guys, Buckle Vision do Buckle of the Week. We're doing Buckle Button of the Week. Of the week. Uh, button of the, button week. of the yeah, Week. Absolutely. Honestly, we yeah. haven't plagiarised it, guys. That just came out the blue. We're doing Button the, of the Week. But we have. We are inspired by you. We are inspired by this, week's um, bu- this week's Button of the Week was brought to you by... Talk to me, Goose. Yes. yes. There we go. Perfect. Tom Cruise. <clears throat> next, week listening. We will, next week we have a Ted Lasso's themed Button of the Week. There we Aye. go. Oh, I, Although, I'm, to be fair, I'm thinking a actually, whole board. I, that could be a permanent button. Yeah, I'm thinking um, a whole board. I'm thinking a Ted Lasso board. You know what I mean? Oi, bunch of bricks. Oh, you know what no. I mean? Aye. Yeah. Diamond dogs. Aye. Diamond Aye, dogs. Load. Yeah, got him. We love you, Ted Lasso. I know, I know what I'm doing so, this week. I know. <laughs> uh, we will see you in the next episode, folks. Thank you again for everything, all the support and all that you do. Um, and remember that only a biker understands why a dog sticks his head out of a car window. <laughs> 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 <laughs>